Mims and Eddie McDaniel return for the Saturday morning quarterback coming in August on the river where the sports flow. Good morning, everyone. Welcome into the Steakhouse Restaurant Saturday Morning Quarterback Show presented by our friends at Central Georgia Technical College. Bruce, Eddie, Donovan, and Ken in the house. Eddie, uh, what you do last night? Um, stayed at home and watched the Red Sox lose. Jeez. <laughs> uh, um, I, I came down here and worked a little bit in the studio and um, – uh, just kind of keep up with uh, score stuff. Of course, Matt Grafton texted me all night. Blakely and uh, well, Northeast well, had a barn burner. That, that's kind of – I mean, I had my own sideline reporter. I, I'm uh, sure you did. Jonathan went over there and watched them, and uh, he just uh, – he'd call us man, his mom every so often and let us know what was going on. And really there wasn't much going on. It was back and forth and not much to it for a while. And then uh, it got exciting in the last 30 seconds of the game. Uh, two really good teams. Matt said they are very, very fast on – defense uh northeast and uh i tell you a very uh exciting game and a very good uh win for uh coach lassiter and we'll be talking to him in a little bit to the phone it it don't get any easier next week No, next week waco uh on the line with us this morning coach chris kirsten of eci winners over claxton last night 28 10 good morning coach good morning guys how are y'all this morning good good glad to have you with us uh uh Coach, last night on the road at Claxton, a good win, 28-10. What can you tell us? Well, I can tell you this. Anytime you play in the in the Pecan Grove, you come out with a victory. It's a, it's a bonus. I remember in 2012, we went down there, and we had played pretty well all year and, and played pretty well after that. But we, we were fortunate that year to come out with a 14-6 victory, and that was probably the toughest game we had in a 15-game season. So, I'll take any win down in the Grove. <laughs> Absolutely. Coach, uh, before we get deep into that game, the, that place is a very unique place. I had the opportunity to go there uh, a few years ago. I've only been there once. But, man, the layout of that stadium is, is older. But, God, I really like the way that thing is laid out. It is. It's a good single-A uh, stadium. And, and, and although it's it's probably a little bit narrow at times. It scares you because of the concrete <laughs> surrounding it. And I guess that's why they, they uh, it's kind of a, a concrete, a small concrete palace. But um, it, it does worry you on the sidelines. But, uh, you know, inside of that, it's it's a great place to play. Coach, uh, kind of break the game down for us uh, last night and, and how things progressed for y'all. Um, you know, we started out uh, – we deferred and we kicked off. Well, we got a turnover on the opening kickoff. Kidmiss played the ball down on about the 15-yard line. And we uh, we we were fortunate enough to recover, and then we punched that first one in. We didn't play we didn't play as good as we probably could, and that that's probably some to do with them and and uh, some to do with us. And and uh, you know we played well on the road most all year, and uh, we were, we were on fall break. Not not to blame it that on anything, but you know how kids are on on a break i mean i think they 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 tend to stay up later and and um, and not eat as well and you know little things like that i just think we were a little bit out of sync you could just kind of tell well spring break uh that kind of stuff uh fall breaks uh you know homecoming week all those things are just major distractions kids get out of the routine 
It is, and and, and I and I, you know, there again, I think they had a few days. They weren't as off the whole week. They had a couple days off, and there are a lot of schools in our area that aren't going through the same thing. So that's no excuse. You know, we've got to find a way to keep kids, you know, focused and motivated. And you know, I think our kids were they were playing hard, but we we just missed a bunch of assignments. Coach, uh, tell us a little bit about your offense and 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 what makes it click. Well, we're still running the wing uh, wing tee that we've that we've run for so many years. Um, we've kind of opened it up a little bit and uh we've installed an rpo package um for our quarterback to to, uh, to to give him some more options to be a little more mobile back there and and uh it's, it's kind of spread us out a little bit at times and i think it's making it harder for people to defend us um so they've got to defend that quarterback as well so you know it, it's given us that other dimension that we've kind of been missing for the last couple of years I, I think it's kind of got people out of the box rather than you know everybody packing the box on us Coach, uh, on your wing tee, are y'all going under center? Or are y'all going shotgun? Or y'all kind of mix it up? We mix it up. We're we're under centered. We can go too tight under center. We can go heavy sets. Um, we can also, you know, go twins open and open it up and run our wing stuff out of the gun. And we also can run some RPO stuff out of the gun. So we, we've kind of, you know, we we try to develop what we've been doing, and and uh, we we work extremely hard on that and. You know, our kids have bought into it, and, our, you know, our, our quarterback's um, a little bit more athletic than what we've had in the past, and, you know, it's given us uh, another dimension. Coach, the, the wing, I, I'm going to tell you, a lot of guys, you know, uh, will use it a little bit, and they'll, they'll go to something else. It's just not as exciting and flashy. But I'm going to tell you what, uh, it slows the game down. It, it cuts down the uh, number of possessions by your, your uh, opponent and stuff like that. And I just love the wing. I, 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 I'm surprised that more schools, especially, you know, single A and double A uh, level, didn't use more of it. Well, the you know the fad right now is everybody spreading out and everybody's playing a three-three stack on defense, and you know it's like everything else is cyclical, and I think it'll turn back around eventually. And you know people are going, people are always looking for an advantage, and, and right now, an advantage for us is playing downhill and and trying to go right at people. Matters doing the same thing. I mean, it's kind of a you know everybody's wanting to stand up, and the kids like it because it's like basketball on grass, but. Um, you know the people that are that are being physical and going downhill are, are at a, to me at a, an advantage right now. You mentioned uh, Metter. We'll be talking to Coach Garvin uh, after this next commercial break. Uh, uh, what a job that he's done since taking over that program. Oh uh, yeah, they they you know and it all starts with those guys in the weight room. I think he's done a phenomenal job with them in the weight room, and they've gotten big and strong. They got a good run of kids right now. We saw these kids coming through the middle school, you know four or five years ago and and uh, we knew they were going to be good and and he's done a great job of developing those kids and getting them big and strong and and uh and they're they're playing physical uh, on offense and they're 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 you know trying to play smash mouth on defense and that's how you win football games coach coming up next week y'all will be on the road at jenkins what can you tell us well they're big as usual um i think every i don't know that we've been bigger than anybody we've played all year i know we haven't we're just not – there's nothing I can do between now and next week to get us bigger as far as our girth. But um, they're just athletic. Um, they've always been athletic. They got, they've got they got big offensive and defensive linemen. Um, you know, Coach Johnson got them playing well. They, they last few weeks, man, they've really stepped it up. And, and uh, it's going to be a challenge for us anytime, you know, we're on the road at, at Jenkins. Man, they, they're going to play us as hard as they play anybody all year. And our kids know it and our coaches know it. So we've, we've got our hands full. Coach, what about the health of your team? How 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 are y'all there? 
Uh, we're good. Um, we're not any more beat up now than we were um, going into the Claxton game other than, you know, just basic bumps and bruises, which you normally have on a Friday night. But, um, you know, talking with my trainer after the game, I, I feel like we're we're in good shape I mean, We're for this time of year. I think a lot of people can't say that. And we've been really fortunate, um, I'm knock on wood, that we've not had any season in the injuries. And other than we had one, you know, prior to the season, it was our starting tight end from last year. But, it was something that was non, you know, non-sports related that happened to him. So, uh, other than that, we're 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 pretty healthy. Coach, one final question, and and you know, some coaches say I have no clue uh, how to even answer this question. Uh, reclassification is it going to affect anybody in y'all's neck of the woods? You think? Um, you know, I, I don't. It, it probably should, but I don't think it will. <laughs> That's a whole different story for us. I mean, you start talking about, I mean, there's, there's these academies popping up everywhere, but it's not just single A that's happening to. It's happening to every classification. And, you know, uh, we, you know, think about ECI. I've got, we've got 320 students, and we're going to have 320 every year. And it don't matter if we send our kids to an academy, we're still going to be in single A. But, you know, I'm not real fond of how people manipulate numbers. We've got a bunch of people in single A doing that. So, you know, but that's not my decision. You know, I don't make those decisions. That's, that's people smarter than me are doing that. So, you know, all we can do is coach what we got. And I've got 320 kids, and, and I, I'm not going to cry because I know we, there's a bunch of schools that got less than us. So, I mean, I, you know, I, I think it probably will, but I don't know how many. Coach Chris Kearson, ECI, winners last and over, Claxton, 28-10 next week at Jenkins County. Coach, it's always a pleasure to talk to you. Have a great weekend, and we'll talk to you soon. Yeah, I appreciate you having me on. Anytime. And, of course, what he's referring to is schools that, that move kids into success academies and things like that. And the, the, the George High School Association lets them get away with yeah, it. Yeah, and, and I was looking at their schedule, Bruce. The, the game for them is the last game of the yeah, year. Matter. matter. It's going to be between them two. We're going to take our first break of the uh, show. Uh, you listen to the Steakhouse Restaurant Saturday Morning Quarterback Show presented by our friends at uh, Middle Georgia Technical College back on – the XL Sports Network after this. Way in Hawkinsville. Welcome back into the Steakhouse Restaurant Saturday morning quarterback show. Brought to you by our friends at the Steakhouse Restaurant and presented by our friends at Middle Georgia Technical College. Back to the phone lines we go. On the line with us now, Metter Head Coach Rodney Garvin. Good morning, Coach. Hey, good morning. How are you? Good, Coach. What a transition. We Right before the break, we were talking to Coach Chris Kirsten at ECI, and then we moved right on to you. I, I tell you, that's really working the region. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I, we got some fall baseball going on up here at the at the school, I'm up here at the field house, and I got five people trying to talk to me. I said, look, I got to talk to these folks, and then Chris Kirsten just texted me. I said, oh, Lord, what's going on? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, he uh, he's a good coach, got a really good program in Twin City. They have for a long time. And, and Coach, I, we've talked to him many times over the year, and we're, we're just excited to have you on the, the program. First time on the show, Coach, we're, we, we kind of do things a little bit different. We don't go the normal format uh, with you. We're going to get you back in a couple of weeks and, and go over some more football stuff. But what we want to do, the first time we get a, a new coach on, we want to know about uh, who Coach Garvin is, where you came from, and then what brought you to uh, Metter. Well, that's a, 
that's a long story. I'm, I'm originally from uh, Millen, Georgia, Jenkins County, um, and I started I started out not in education. You know, my my dad was a construction guy, and and he said, "Son, if you go into coaching, you'll always be broke." And uh, <laughs> he, uh, and he, I think he was right. But uh, he, uh, you know, he was in business, and that's kind of what he wanted me to head into. And when I graduated from the University of Georgia, I, I worked in construction for a good long while, and I had football in my blood, always have. And and I went back to school at night and got my teaching certification. And my wife's an educator as well, and we started out coaching and teaching in Jenkins County, which is our hometown. And we actually played Hawkinsville in, I want to say, maybe 2000. Was that in the middle one night? A tornado came through town that night. <laughs> yeah. I'll never forget it. Coach, and, uh, Coach, let me cut you off for a second. I remember it very well. Me and my partner at the time, Andy Hill, we were on top of the press box in that driving rainstorm. Uh, and yeah. a gust of wind grabbed my clipboard, and that house right behind us, it slapped the front of that house. I tell you, I thought we were going to die on top of y'all's press box. <laughs> it was a, that was a rough night, but I remember that. And, uh, you know, from there we moved around a little bit. I was at Thompson High School for several years with old legendary coach Luther Welch and Lee Homskis left Lincoln County in 05 and called me and offered me the defensive coordinator job, excuse me, in 06, and offered me the defensive coordinator job at, at Vidalia. So we went there in 07, and I was their defensive coordinator for 11 years over in Vidalia. And this job in Metter came open, and, uh, you know, I met with the folks in Metter, and Dr. Longbeer is just an outstanding superintendent tremendous support of everything and you know when you got that administrative support it's going to be you know they can there's some things that can make athletics difficult but when you got support at the top you're going to have a chance and we got a chance as long as he's our superintendent and you know we've been here four years this is my fourth season here and my wife reminded me this morning when i told about the radio show she said, remind those people that we live in Pulaski. We live in a little community over here called Pulaski, and I know y'all are in Pulaski County. She said, that's a coincidence. But uh, Very familiar we've been with here, it. we enjoyed it, and we're having, you know, we're having a good time doing what we're doing. Well, Coach, you're very familiar with the area you're talking about. And, and listen, tell, tell us a little bit about your uh, – and we've got about uh, two and a half more minutes with you today. Uh, but, again, I'm going to get you back on in, in, a, in a couple weeks, and sure. we're going to talk again. Uh, a little bit of you about your offensive philosophy and a, and a touch on your defensive philosophy. Well, I'm, I'm a running guy. You know, I kind of learned that from Coach Welch at Thompson and from Homskis at, at Vidalia. We believe in running the football. We're a wing T team. And uh, we, we've had some pretty good success running the football. Defensively, we're a 50 defense. Um, you know, we, we look for speed on defense and strength. And, you know, the number one foundation for us is the weight room. That's where it all starts for us. And our kids have bought in our weight program that, that we implemented. And I think the, the things that we do in the weight room time very well with what we do on offense and defense. And we, we just fortunate enough we got a group of kids that love football. They just love to compete. They don't mind lifting weights at all. They love getting after that. And and uh, as long as you got kids that love football and willing to work, I think you're going to have a chance. And I got a great coaching staff. Um, I'm just I'm really happy with what we got going on over here. Coach, you mentioned Coach uh, Luther Welsh and also um, uh, Coach Homskis. 
both guys uh, had been on this show many, many times. Coach Homskis has been a friend of this show for many years. Uh, great guys, and I can tell you, you work with some of the best there. I have. I'm, I'm blessed for sure. Well, Coach, listen, we're going to get you on again in a couple weeks. We're actually going to talk about your team. I'll, I'll go ahead and get the score out there now. Y'all defeated MCA last night 28-6. Next week, y'all will be taking on Bryan County. Coach, thanks for coming on today. We're going to get you on again in a couple weeks. Uh, and look forward to having you a part of the family for many years. Hey, thanks for having me on. Anytime, Coach. Coach Rodney Garvin, head coach of Metter, and boy, he's, he's got a pedigree with the guys he's worked with over the years. No doubt about it. Yeah, and, and he, he did bring up some memories. Uh, uh, a little <laughs> yeah. fun fact, I was in the Air National Guard for 25 years. We used to go down Savannah to the guard unit down there for a lot of our yearly stuff we had to do, like rifle range and all that. We always felt it was crazy because you'd, you'd go to Robbins Air Force Base and do the same thing, but we'd go down there because it was guard. We stopped in Pulaski every year going and coming to fill up with diesel. Uh, very familiar with the area. We passed through it on uh, a bunch of occasions over the years as we travel back and forth towards the Savannah area. Back to the phone line we go. On the line with us now, our old friend, Coach Frank Pridgen of Wesleyan. They defeated uh, Hebron Christian last night, 34-0. Good morning, Coach. Hey, fellas. Good morning. How y'all doing today? Good, Coach. Good. Uh, good win last night. Shut out over Hebron uh, Christian. What can you tell us? Well, I appreciate that. Thank you. It was a, a big region opener for us. Uh, great to get off to a good start in the region schedule. Um, I thought uh, defensively, in particular, we were we were pretty dominant from the very start and in all four quarters. Uh, I thought we controlled uh, the game on that side of the ball. Uh, while uh, while we made a few mistakes uh, in the other phases, I thought we took advantage of, of the opportunities that we created on defense. Gave our offense a short field a couple of times, even blocked a punt for a touchdown late in the game uh, to, to put things away. Uh, overall, just really impressed with our kids' grit um, and, uh, and and toughness coming out of the locker room in the second half in particular when I kind of challenged them to take, to take command of the game when things were a little tighter at halftime than we thought they should be. Coach, uh, tell us a bit about the makeup of your team this year. We've been a while since we got you on, uh, and kind of walk us through your offense and your defense, and tell us a little bit about some of your guys that make y'all make y'all click. Well, uh, we are uh, we're a young team. We had a, a great class of seniors that graduated last year. They took us to the finals in, in nineteen and the semifinals in twenty. And, uh, I think the general outlook and expectation was that we would. Uh, you know, take a little bit of a step backwards, but I, I'm, I'm really so impressed uh, with our kids because nobody told them that they were supposed to take a step backwards <laughs> in 21. Um, and uh, they've just done nothing but, but continue to improve and work and believe in each other and, and trust us as coaches. Uh, we've got a fantastic senior quarterback, Jet Miller, who it really makes us go on offense. We've got uh, several playmakers around him. Uh, many of whom are, are, are underclassmen, not seniors, which is exciting for our future. But uh, Thomas Cook is a junior. Will Tucker is a junior. These guys are, uh, are skill players for us. Jamie Trumbull played a great game last night, his best ever. He's a sophomore receiver. Um, and so we've, we, we've got some weapons that we're super, super excited about. Uh, at the line of scrimmage, we're led by our, our team captain, uh, Matthew Brown, and other seniors, Mike Sukup, Will Burns, 
Uh, these guys are just playing so well. And then we flip over on the defensive side, and a lot of those kids, you know, in a, in a Class A school like ours, play on the other side of the ball too. So uh, those guys all play on defense for us. We've got another team captain, Drew Ball. Uh, we're on, on defense, plays corner for us. He had a big, big pick last night and almost took it to the house. Uh, we were really excited to see that. Uh, so it does. Uh, it's a very opportunistic defense. We're super tough. We've got a linebacker, Burn Aaron Keel, who's super smart, super fast, uh, always seems to be in the right place. So we've got kids that that, uh, that love this game. They love our program. They love to play together. Love each other. And uh, it's just a it's a great example of why high school football is so special. Coach, a couple shutouts on the year, and your defense really played out outstanding in all y'all's victories. Uh, uh, I'd, I'd say that's a very strong point, isn't it? Well, you know, we I'm, I'm a defensive coach by nature, but I've really got an incredible defensive coordinator, Chip Meyer, who does a, such a fantastic job. And, uh, and our defense is playing well. And, and with, a, with a young offensive line and an inexperienced offensive line and a new quarterback and and such, it's allowed our, our defense has allowed our offense to come along uh, steadily, uh, but maybe a little more slowly, and, and they're starting to make plays too, and things are clicking. So I'm cautiously optimistic that we are uh, continuing to play our best football at the right time. Coach, how about the health of the team? I know at this point, Sam, everybody's got bumps and bruises. How does y'all uh, look? Uh, we, we've got our bumps and bruises also. We had a – you know, it's funny. Every year there seems to be one – like signature injury that that kind of plagues everybody, like like it's a common occurrence. And this year, it's kind of, it's been the it's been the cracked thumb. Uh, so <laughs> we've, we've That's got unusual. Half a dozen kids, yeah, we've got a half a dozen kids in in arm casts right now, and many of them are playing. They just club it up and and go. Uh, but uh, you know that's that's been thankfully not super serious, more of a nuisance. Uh, but uh, we lost a, a senior defensive lineman in the very first half of the very first game, Jaden Brown. He was a college prospect. We lost him to a knee injury in game one, and, and we certainly have missed him. Uh, but, but knock on wood, we're in, we're in pretty good shape. We're getting a couple of key pieces back next week. Uh, we're on the road at Providence Christian next week, and uh, we'll get a couple of good pieces back and uh, hopefully stay healthy and intact for the rest of the region schedule and into the playoffs. Coach Frank Pridgen, head coach of Wesleyan, they defeated Hebron uh, Christian last night, 34-0 next week. They'll be playing uh, Providence Christian. Coach, as always, it's a pleasure to have you on the show. Have a great weekend, and we'll talk soon. Pleasure's mine, guys. Best wishes. Thank you. Thank you, Coach. And always a pleasure to talk to him. He's been with us for a long time. We're going to take another break. You'll listen to Steakhouse Restaurant uh, Saturday morning quarterback show presented by our friends at Central Georgia Technical College. We'll be back with more on the XL Sports Network. Welcome back into the Steakhouse Restaurant Saturday Morning Quarterback Show. As we continue, back to the phone lines we go. Online with us, uh, Coach Maurice Freeman, head coach of Brooks County. Winners over Charlton last night, 42-7. Good morning, Coach. Good morning. Coach, glad to have you with us. It's been a little while. It's been kind of a, a crazy season. Glad to have you with us. Uh, uh, I hadn't talked to you, I guess, since late last season. 
Yeah, I guess you guys kicked me to the curb, but no. I'm okay. Y'all feel all right with me. Actually, no, no, no. Actually, you scared me to death, and I'm going to tell, tell you, you, you may not remember this. Uh, when y'all went to the championship game up at Georgia State, um, I before the game, I, a lot of you guys I talked to you on radio week in and week out, never see you, and and I walked down in the field and was going to speak to you, and you were in you were in pregame mode there. You were zoned in, and I walked up to you. And when you turned with that hoodie on and looked at me, I, I tell you the truth, it scared me to death. <laughs> I told the guys, I said, I will never bother coach during pregame ever again. <laughs> I'm a little different during pregame. Oh, I, I understand. I understand. I, and I, listen, I appreciate it more than you think. <laughs> Uh, Coach, uh, again, it's a pleasure having you on again. It's it's, it's always great to talk to you. Uh, tell us a little bit about your team this year, and then we'll look at uh, you know last night's game a little bit. Well, <clears throat> I'll have to start out with our running back that just uh, got over 5,000 yards in his career. Um, he's had, had a big night last night, but we've got uh, we've got some receivers that are pretty skillful, and we've got a pretty talented quarterback that's a junior. And then defensively, we just got a bunch of kids that love flying around the football. Coach, we, we had a successful season. We're five and two right now and um, second place in the region, trying to finish up this region season so that we can fight for a uh, spot in the playoffs. Coach, uh, last night y'all defeated Charlton 42-7. to uh, uh, Again, y'all strong defense played outstanding last night. Your offense uh, uh, put up uh, a lot of points. Um, tell us a little bit about that game and how it broke out for y'all. Well, Charlton, is a, you know, the score was the same as it was last year, but really they are a much improved um, football team. We went in at halftime, I think, 14 to nothing, and they made a ball game out of it. Um, we, we came back in the second half and, and got a few big plays, uh, but we've got a lot of things we got to work on. We had a few bad snaps, which is not normal for us, and uh, we put ourselves in the hole a couple times, threw a couple of interceptions, which our kid quarterback had only one interception for the season, but he threw two last night. So we've got some things we got to clean up, but uh, we, we, we got that game out of hand right there at the end of the third quarter, got a chance to play some young kids. So uh, we, we've got a high-octane offense. With the run game, we can be a big play team, and with the passing game, we'll be we can be a big play team. And defensively, we just scrapping. Coach, uh, health of your team, how is it? The health of my team is pretty good. I'm thankful for that. Uh, they're in pretty doggone good shape, and they're pretty physical. And we we we've, we've um, been able to maintain the injuries. And of course, you know that's that's a very key uh, component when you're trying to make a run is is the injuries, uh, especially Class A. It sometimes it can only take one guy to to create a lot of problems for you. <laughs> that's right. <clears throat> In our division, you mess around, you get one guy hurt. That guy may play offense, defense, and all special teams. <clears throat> so you mess around, and you got three guys hurt off of just that one guy. Yeah, and and it's devastating. I'm in I'm, I'm in a class A situation. I've been in Hawkinsville uh, my whole life, and uh, that's who I cover. And and I, you like I said, you know, you know, we, a good example. A few weeks ago, uh, we had our punter go down, and I mean, uh, our center, uh, uh, one of our linebackers go down. Well, he's a long snapper. Next thing you know, the punter is moved up to snapping, and then we got somebody else that hadn't been kicking, having to kick the ball. It just, you know, this is where you have to shift in class A. It's really strange. Well, that happened to me and Irwin. Now, quarterback is the punter, but uh, and there's no excuse. We got beat by a very talented Irwin team, but he is the punter, 
we went into the game with him having an Achilles problem, so he couldn't punt. So we had to take a wide receiver and let him punt. So it made it a different, different type of offense, a different type of special teams for us. Coach, I, I, I got to say something about your defense. You know, uh, my son and I rode over last year to, to Dublin, watched you guys in the in the playoffs over there in that cold and rain over there. And I tell you what, I I hadn't witnessed y'all in person in a little while, and I'm gonna tell you what, what a what a swarming defense. Uh, I, I would say that when I watched that team that night, I I, I turned to my son, and I said, now that's that's Coach Freeman's uh, uh, mentality right there. They're just following him. Yeah, well, I'm a defensive-minded guy. I think championships are won by a great defense. Um, so we we get that mentality, physical, gang tackling, having a great time and hitting hard and trying to make you tap out. And uh, that, that's an exciting brand of football to me, and my guys have bought into it. Coach, uh, coming up next is a Clinch County team that uh, uh, Clinch County uh, year in, year out, uh, you know, one of the best teams in the state of Georgia. Uh, you know, something's a little amiss this year, not quite what they have been in the past, but still a very, very dangerous team. You better get them while you can because they're going to rebuild. <laughs> yes, there's something missing, but any opportunity you get to be the Clinch County team, you better take advantage of it because the next day they'll be waiting for you. I know it was, I guess it was uh, 2013 or so. We played them in the playoffs, and, you know, they had a little bit of guys in two or three places. And as I like I said, you get them when you can because, uh, you know, it could be as little as next week or next year. They're going to be reloaded and, 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 and uh, going to be just about impossible to beat at that point. You're absolutely right. Coach, one final question before I let you go. Uh, and I know that you're not geared for this right now. Uh, reclassification, do you see any changes in, in anywhere in y'all's neck of the woods down that way? Man, we are nervous. Class <laughs> A doesn't want us. Double A doesn't want us. We may try to jump and go to 3A if they move us to double A. Well, we are right on that bubble. Of course, Pierce and, and uh, Peach. And I think Atlin, all those teams are supposedly moving to double-A, uh, so it may keep us where we are. But if we move to double-A, I think we may try to eke up and jump to triple-A and play in the triple-A instead of double-A. <laughs> you know, I've heard, I've heard coaches say that. Just go ahead and skip that next level uh, and move up uh, two spots because it will be a little bit easier to do. Uh, it's going to be interesting to watch. You know, we, we've, we've got guys close. And, of course, my old friend uh, Roger Holmes over at Dublin, you know, they, they dropped down into Class A, uh, the biggest city school, I guess, in the state of Georgia that's playing in single A. And, and, and I'm going to tell you what, week in and week out, it makes it tough for the rest of us. It does, and they need to go back where they came from. <laughs> well, you know, there was a rumor floating around a couple of years ago that, uh, that the guys up in North Georgia voted to Sam Buford on up to Tennessee to play. <laughs> I don't blame them. Oh, jeez. We refer to them in our neck of words as University uh, Buford. <laughs> we do, too, down here. That's the same thing, Buford University. That's what we call it. <laughs> Coach, you're, you're a lot less scary on the radio than you are in person. <laughs> well, we got to see each other on a regular basis, and you'll get used to me. Well, don't worry. I'm going to kind of watch your schedule and try to get there a little more often. Listen, it's a pleasure to talk to you. I think you're a heck of a coach. You do a great job, and, and a lot of respect. You know, I still, I still when, when we talk about Brooks and the stories and stuff, I, you know, I, I talk about a few years ago when you guys went into Valdosta and beat them, and uh, uh, you're right. Nobody wants y'all. 
single A don't want you, double A don't want you, triple A don't even want you. Uh, you know, you, 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 I don't even know that four and five A want you. Well, we're always sneaking around looking for a good football game, and <laughs> we claim we're one of the better, tougher teams around. So you always got to play teams that are above your head to see what you're worth. Coach, you don't have to claim it as fact. Well, thank you very much. Coach, Coach, have a great weekend. It's a pleasure to talk to you as always, and we'll talk to you again soon. Bring that hammer. Yeah, that's it, Coach. Bring the hammer. Coach Maurice Freeman, I'm telling y'all, when I walked up to him on the on the sideline and he had that black hoodie on and his arms were crossed and he turned and looked at me and kind of grunted at me, scared me to death. I said, I tell, I went back up in the stands, Matt Graft and uh, my old buddy from Cochran was with me. And I said, Matt, I said, I wish I'd never done that. Scared me to death. <laughs> Jeez. But guys, listen, year in, year out, he, he has got a heck of a program. We went over and watched him play Dublin in the playoffs, and I, I picked Dublin to win that one going in. And, man, they brought the defense that night. They were swarming. And uh, just they took Dublin out of the game quick and early. Uh, and what a well, heck of a – It was a revenge game. Yeah, 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 absolutely, absolutely. Uh, but what a job he does down there. Folks, start your tradition this uh, Sunday at the Steakhouse Restaurant. Take mom, grandma, the family on out to the Steakhouse. It's like Thanksgiving every Sunday, uh, 52 weeks out of the year. We'll take a break. You're listening to Steakhouse Restaurant Saturday Morning Quarterback Show presented by our friends at Central Georgia Technical College. We'll be back on the XL Sports Network after this. Welcome back into Steakhouse Restaurant Saturday Morning Quarterback Show. Bruce Mims, Eddie McDaniel, Donovan, and Ken in the house. On the line with us now, Coach Ron Duncan of Screven County. Good morning, Coach. Good morning. Uh, glad to have you back on the program with us this morning, Coach. You know what? It's been a while since I seen, uh, seen you up on the uh, sideline. At, where was it? Jefferson uh, with uh, oh, Fitzgerald? Good God. That's been a long time ago, hasn't it? Uh, yeah, it has. It's been a long time, and uh... – you know, it's it's uh, good to hear from you guys. I, I told the guys I ate breakfast with, I said, yeah, they used to call me when we were winning every week. And I said, they, <laughs> uh, they must be talking to coaches struggling around the state this year. I think I've become the patron saint for struggling coaches. I've had about five of them call me lately trying to, get, I guess, for me to talk them off the ledge. I, I think they helped me, helped talk me off the ledge some too. So, You know, Coach, we, we, do, we do 16 coaches every Saturday now. Uh, and I've got a uh, and, and, and this week I've got two new ones on this week. Uh, uh, Coach Tucker Pruitt's on with us from Fitzgerald, and, and of course uh, Rodney Garvin from over at Metter. Um, we, we're adding eight or ten. It seems like every year. And I'm gonna tell you what, I, I've got I've got a lot of friends that, that that feel neglected right now because you know we 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 have a, a number of between 250 and 300 coaches in the system. And gosh, I, I tell you, I, I've got to give me a better spreadsheet program so I can keep up with everybody. No, we appreciate what you guys do very much and, and, uh, and, and promote our, our great sport. And, uh, uh, just, you know, really, really, really honored to be here. Coach, Coach y'all, y'all sort of in an isolated situation wherever they were, y'all were at. And, uh, you've got a lot of competition over that way, don't you? We do, and you know the thing about it is, you know, we 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 you know we've been young the last couple of years, and and uh, this year, you know, it, it's kind of been frustrating because honestly, I thought we had a chance to be a pretty good football team, and then we 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 started off the season with a, a, a three week shutdown, COVID shutdown, and we had you know fifteen positive cases on our football team. Wow! And just everything just kind of snowballed, and and I, I'm not making excuses because I 
I think there's a there's a lot of lessons that can be learned through going something like this. And uh, you know, we we we've had catastrophic injuries that have just that decimated us after after that. So it's been one thing after the other. Uh, you know, I, I I I've never been in this situation, but I tell you, and somebody called me last week, a coach, another coach, and he is kind of struggling. And I just said, look, here's the deal, man. It ain't it ain't about me. And it's never been about winning for me. And, uh, you know, I want to win more than anybody. But, you know, it's about the kids and about, uh, you know, trying to get them to become young men of character. And and uh, you learn a lot about yourself from adversity. And, and uh, dadgum, we should know ourselves like the back of our hand after going through all we've gone through. But I'm extremely proud of these kids and, and the ability to fight through this and to keep pushing. Man, that says a lot more about you when we were 12 and 0 and 11 and 1 whatever we've been in the past i mean it, you know going through this and rallying together and fighting is is what it's all about and extremely proud of this bunch and i you know if they'll if they'll just finish the year hard and compete i don't care what our record is right and I'm, i know some people are gonna judge us that way and that's fine they're fair to do that and i don't listen to the to the criticism just like i didn't listen to people tell me how great we were when when we were trying to win and uh you know, I'm just going to keep fighting every day. Well, well Coach, listen, we're, we're, we're sort of in the same boat in Hawkinsville. We played the preseason game against Blakely, and we actually looked really good. I thought we had a chance to be fairly good. But, God, we, starting from game one, we had injury after injury. We lost our entire backfield minus our, our sophomore quarterback. Um, and, and, you know, next thing we know, we've, we've, gone, we've got a freshman running back. We've got receivers that's trying to play running back. And, you know, we've, we've lost, uh, you know, four key guys. And, and in Class A, you know, like I do, the numbers are very limited. And, it, and when they're skilled positions, it makes it extremely tough. And, and like I said, COVID, it shut down, you know, folks, you know, uh, two or three weeks, uh, you know, different ones. We, we only got shut down one time early. Uh, but, you know, there are legitimate reasons when you're in Class A that puts you behind the eight ball. Well, I mean, we, we go play, you know, we, we, we start off and play, we, you know, we, we were shut down for, you know, about two and a half, three weeks. We come back on a Monday condition for two days, put pads on Wednesday, go out there and play, a, you know, 3A Hepzibah, who's 5-2 and two right now. And we play on the have the game one. All we have to do is get a first down, take a knee. We get the first down, but fumble, and they score with 10 seconds left to beat us. We go in there, we, we play a tough SEB team. It's 0-0. They return a punt right before half, go up 7 nothing. But, you know, we go out and play ECI, you know, a top 10 rank, 118. You know, it's it's uh, we lose three offensive linemen on the first drive of wow. the game. You know I mean? So, now we lose our quarterback two series later for the for about four weeks. So, I mean, it's, it's one thing after the other, and it seems to snowball when everything's going against you. And that's what has happened. And I think we're just now starting to get healthy again. We've got most of our guys back. We're still missing a couple. but And, and some we're not going to get back for the year. But, you know, we, we just got to keep battling and fighting. And I, like I said, I, you know, we're, I, I'm happy either way as long as we compete. And uh, that's all I care about, uh, you know, is, is getting these young men to fight through adversity and, and become winners and, and uh, in other ways. You know, certainly, certainly don't want anybody to mistake. I'm, uh, I'll, I'll cut off my big toe, you know, to win a football game. But, but certainly understand we've got a bigger mission at hand here, and, and what we're all trying to do. Coach, last night y'all defeated Portal. Last night, forty-seven twenty. Next week you've got MCA on the road. Yeah, yeah, MCA. You know, I, I hadn't had a chance to to really 
to really delve into them much yet. I've seen a little bit of film on them, and of course they're they're loaded with athletes and 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 certainly well coached. And Coach Warren do a great job, but but uh, we certainly they've got our work cut out for us uh, next week. I'm excited every Friday night. You know, we, we went up against Metter a few weeks ago. I, you know, I, I think everybody realistically knew it was going to be a long night, but I was excited nonetheless to see our kids compete and fight. And, and uh, I, I'm a, you know, as long as I'm breathing, man, I'm going to be looking forward to Friday night football and, and certainly looking forward to our trip down to Darien next week. And, and uh, hope, hope, I just hope we play well and compete. Coach, keep your head up. Y'all yeah, be back there again, and, and we'll, we'll talk to you again in, in probably two or three weeks. Well, there ain't no doubt about it, and we will be, and uh, it ain't going to be long. But, but I appreciate you calling this morning, and, and uh, thank you for having me. Anytime, Coach. Coach Ryan Duncan, uh, head coach Grevin County, defeated Portal last night, 47-20. Eddie, listen, Class A, it's just like Coach Freeman said. You lose a guy, you know, he, he, may, he, he may be offense, defense, and, 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 and every special team you got, so you, that creates a major problem. And yeah. you lose, you lose uh, four linemen in, in one one uh, uh, night. That's that makes it extra tough too. Yeah, it's it's just been it's it's tough when the numbers are limited, and uh, one that one person could, uh, like you said, cover two positions. You lose two or three. The chances are that's about four or five positions. So you know we feel for them. Of course, we're going through the same thing here. We've lost two players right off the bat that were top two running backs one linebacker and, and the best corner we had on the team. So, it unfortunately, that's single-A uh, football, and sometimes that's double-A. Back to the phone line we go. Line with us now, uh, Coach Von Laster, Blakely County. Winners over Northeast last night, 9-6, to six, uh, to stay undefeated. Good morning, Coach. Good morning. How you guys doing? Well, well Coach, uh, not as good as you are. <laughs> Uh, what a heck of a game. Matt Graft kept me updated. I was in the studio, and he was texting me every uh, minute or two, especially going down the stretch. Y'all had a well of a ball game last night. And, again, congratulations. Great win. Thank you. I appreciate you. It'll be, it'll be one that, you know, will be remembered for a long time here. It was, uh, it was an electric night, a big-time atmosphere on both sides. And, uh, you know, two, two really, really good football teams I think you know and uh, especially defensively last night for both teams you know played played well defensively and uh it was fun when it was over <laughs> <laughs> took a couple years off your life you reckon <laughs> yeah no doubt uh coach uh take us down that that the, the, the last uh, minute or so of the ball game is uh y'all got the ball back with uh, uh time running out and you're uh, down 6 to 2 yeah we um you know, had a, had a possession before and, and just made a decision to go ahead and punt it. I, I kept thinking, you know, our best our best chance to win is to have the defense on the field to get a turnover or something like that. That's exactly what they did. Um, I think we got the ball around the 35 and um, with a turnover, I think less than two minutes in the game. And, uh, you know, they've been stopping us all night. They're, they're really, really good football team uh, defensively. There is as big and fast as anybody that I've seen. And um, so we, you know, had to convert. I think it was three fourth down conversions during that drive. And then um, one of our kids that on another fourth down uh, that has never played football before, we got him off the baseball team. Uh, this has been a huge pickup for us. So Matthew Bland, he, he makes a, a catch from Eli on the one-yard line. We go down and clock it and then score on the next play. Um 
and uh, it was it was really really good. You know, uh, Marcus Newson caught a big time first down. Uh, uh, Jaden Mobley caught a big time first down, and you know I was proud of Eli and our offensive line for being able to just stand in the pocket and throw the ball. Uh, they were bringing some heat. And, uh, we just kept making plays, and you know it was uh, it was just something that I'm just so proud of our kids. We didn't play well offensively at all all night, but I mean they're they're just that's just how good they are. I mean they're huge and fast. They closed on stuff faster than anybody I've ever seen. And, um, and our guys just hung with it, you know, and just kept working and defensively kept putting us. Our defense just kept putting us in good spots, and we ended up being able to get out of there with one. Coach, next week it's not going to get any easier. Washington County. Yeah, you know, Coach Ingram and and his staff, they'll you know, they'll be they'll be chomping at the bit. They they've just you know, over the years we've had some really good games with them. Um and uh I know this one won't be any different. I mean it's it's uh it's just this region, you know. I mean our region is 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 tough football all the way around, you know, and um but you won't want to ask for anything better. We get our money's worth every Friday night and it's fun. Coach Von Laster, head coach of Blakely County, winners over uh, uh, Northeast last night, 9-6. to six. Next week on the road at uh, Washington County in the House of Pain. Uh, you, last night's win moved to 8-0. Coach, again, congratulations on the great victory last night. Good luck next week, as always. And, and listen, uh, you should be proud of the job you and your staff are doing. Yeah, I'm, I'm, proud, of our, I'm proud of our staff, proud of our kids. And it's, it's fun to, to uh, see some good things happen for this team and in, uh, in this town. Coach, have a great weekend. We'll be talking to you again very soon. All right. Thank you. Appreciate you guys. Anytime, Coach. Coach Von Laster, Blakely County, a big win last night. And, of course, um, uh, Eddie, uh, we'll have Coach Laster and Coach Ingram on next week to discuss that big ball game. We're going to take another break. You'll listen to the Steakhouse Restaurant Saturday morning quarterback show uh, right here on the XL Sports Network. Back after this. Welcome back into the Steakhouse Restaurant Saturday Morning Quarterback Show presented by our friends at Central Georgia Technical College. Coming to you live from the Dave Venable Studios in downtown Hawkinsville, right off the banks of the Alt Mulgee. Want to remind you about the Rob, Ben, and Joe show, a uh, scoreboard show every Friday night uh, from 10 to midnight. Uh, you can uh, either look them up online at Rob, Ben, and Joe show, or you can come to the uh, XL Sports Network page. We have a link there for those guys there, and hopefully we're working on trying to get things set up. Uh, so it will run uh, right through ours or after the ball game, switch over and have them stream their last, uh, you know, have their stream, their scoreboard show uh, right here, uh, right behind Hawkinsville Red Devil football on Friday nights. We're looking forward to that. Glad to have them uh, as part of the XL Sports Network family. Uh, look forward to it. Of course, you know, Joe and I have been talking a lot over the last couple months about getting this stuff together. We're trying to finalize it. Uh, we hope to get it in uh, and finish the season with those guys right behind us and then of course going into to next year and the year, years to come uh, look for that to be a, a steady package throughout the course of the season again that's the Rob, Ben and Joe show every Friday night uh, get caught up with those guys with the scoreboard uh, from uh, 10 to midnight I uh, want to remind you, we're here each week throughout the uh, course of the season. The Steakhouse Restaurant Saturday Morning Quarterback Show from uh, 9 to 12, fast to three hours in radio. 16 coaches up, 16 coaches down as we uh, uh, cover the state. You know, so far this morning, we've had ECI's head coach Chris Kearson. 
Meadows head coach Rodney Garvin, he was new with us. Wesleyan head coach Frank Bridgen. Brooks County's uh, Maurice Freeman's been with us. We just got through with uh, Scraven County uh, head coach Ron Duckin, followed by Blakely County's coach Von Laster. Good uh, group uh, so far. we got several uh, more left to go here this morning. Of course, Eddie will finish it up as uh, you and John will do a little bit of traveling looking at the uh, college game. Yeah, we got a... A wide spread here. I, you know, I tend to look for games that are going to be close, so I take the scores and the projected spreads take me to where it goes. And, you know, we got Oklahoma State, Texas, Nebraska, Minnesota, Michigan State, Indiana, Auburn, Arkansas, Ball State, Eastern Michigan, Pitt, Virginia Tech, BYU, Baylor, North Carolina State, Boston College, Stanford, Washington State, UCLA, Washington, and, of course, we'll look at Slippery Rock. Um, today, Georgia and uh, Kentucky. And Al- Auburn is taking on, who would you say? Auburn is playing Arkansas. That there you go. Three and a half points uh, spread their way. You know, there, you, you, we're, you and I were talking a while ago about people talking about it was going to be a tough game between Georgia and Kentucky. Eddie, I, I, I don't buy into that. I, I, I don't either. Georgia's defense is just too well, good. It's, I mean, it's all politics. You, you oh, wanna, yeah. You want to keep strength of schedule in it so, you know, it works into – it's kind of like last week. Now, my heart said Auburn, but my head told me we we're going to lose by at least two touchdowns. So, you know, it, it is what it is. Georgia's got probably the most dominant defense in the, in football right now. They're, they're giving up uh, about five points a game while scoring uh, almost 40. Yeah, and, and who would have thought Alabama would have lost last week? Yeah. I mean, that was completely out of the uh, Out of the blue. We're going to take a break. You're listening to Steakhouse Wrestling Saturday Morning Quarterback Show right here on the XL Sports Network. We'll be back with more right after this. Welcome back into the uh, Steakhouse Restaurant Saturday Morning Quarterback Show. Bruce, Eddie, Ken, and Donovan in the house. On the line with us now, uh, first time with us, uh, Coach uh, Tucker Pruitt, head coach of Fitzgerald. Good morning, Coach. Good morning. Thank you all for having me on with you. Coach, uh, talked to your dad many times over the years. Glad to have you with us. Actually got your number from him. Okay, yeah, no problem. Like I said, it's. Uh, good to be on. I appreciate y'all taking the time to have me. Oh, absolutely, Coach. Uh, uh, what we try we do with the first time Coach comes on with us, what we do is we talk about you, where you came, where you went to high school, uh, where you got went to college, your coaching career, and what brought you to to Fitzgerald in in this case. Oh, Lordy! All right. Well, I played <laughs> at Fitzgerald for my dad, and then uh, my senior year played at Warner Robins, and then uh, played five years at Valdosta State for Chris Hatcher and David Dean. Uh, when I got done there, I went and coached with Coach Hatcher at Georgia Southern for one year. Um, after that year, he got let go, and the offensive coordinator, Rance Gillespie, got the head job at Valdosta High School. So I went there and coached wide receivers in 2010. I did one year with Milan Turner at Thompson in 2012. I worked for my dad at Coffee uh, 13, 14, and or no, maybe 12, 13, 14. And then I worked, uh, I was the offense coordinator at Lowndes in 15, the offense coordinator at Valdosta in 16, and then um, we won the state championship, and I got this job at Fitzgerald, and I've been here 17, 18, 19, 20, and this is my fifth year, 21. Wow, Coach, you've, been, <laughs> you've traveled a little bit, haven't you? 
Yeah, I have, and it's been really nice to to anchor down here in Fitzgerald. This is, uh, like I said before, uh, this uh, three years was the longest I've been anywhere, you know. But I had a goal that I wanted to be a head coach, and uh, sometimes you got to move around and take other opportunities. And so um, I'm very fortunate to be where I'm at, and glad that we've been enough, uh, been able to win enough games to stay around for just a little while. Coach, uh, tell us a bit about this year's team and, uh, you know, uh, a little bit about your offense and your defense and your philosophies. Well, we kind of got a young offense, and, uh, you know, defense has been carrying us so far this year. We graduated a good group of 22 seniors last year, uh, nine of 11 offensive starters, and so uh, we got a brand-new bunch. We got a brand-new offense. We've gone from more of a spread to uh, traditional wing tee. And, um, you know, the first game we're playing Irwin County and our quarterback gets hurt in the first half. And uh, he didn't get back till about two weeks ago. So uh, we've struggled offensively. It's been kind of inconsistent up and down. Uh, we've done some good things. We played really good in the Cairo game. Um, but we've really been plagued by penalties and turnovers and uh, just kind of some inconsistent play with some, some young guys. But I think we're getting better. And uh, we played pretty well last night. Um, defensively, uh, they've kind of been carrying us. We got a good defense. We got a inside linebacker, EJ Lights, who's committed to Florida. Got a really good outside linebacker in Jaden Stanley, who makes all our calls and gets us set up. Um, our defensive coaching staff's done a great job. We're brand new in the secondary, uh, but we've got some guys that have stepped in and played pretty well. And um, it hasn't been a thing of beauty. I think we're seven and one now, but um, you know we've just kind of been finding ways to win, and it's been a lot of ugly wins. But we're fortunate to be seven and one, and hopefully we're getting better each week. Coach, uh, if you would, tell me a little bit about your staff as well. I mean, you know, uh, you know, I, I always uh, have been told by coaches uh, starting when I was in high school, show me a successful head coach, show me a, a guy that's got a, a great staff around him. Absolutely. Uh, we've got an outstanding staff. We've got ten guys, including myself. Um, the defensive side of the ball, John Gamble is our defensive coordinator, and he does an outstanding job. Sherrard Reynolds coaches our DBs, and like I said, that's a young group that's uh, really played well so far. Um, Will Oliver coaches our outside linebackers, and Stacy Duckworth coaches our D-line, and they've done an outstanding job with our defense, and we've been playing really well over there. Offensively, Sam Rogers is our offensive line coach. Charlie Wiggins works with him. Uh, Sultan Cooper coaches our quarterbacks. Dan Henderson coaches our wideouts, and Warren McCorvey coaches our running backs. And so uh, we're really fortunate to have a bunch of good football coaches, but also good men that want to win. A lot of them have personal ties to Fitzgerald. Uh, two or three have graduated here, and a bunch of them have coached here in the past. And so uh, we got to go. We want to see this place win a state championship. And uh, we're working our butts off, and those coaches have done an outstanding job getting their kids ready to go this year. We're talking with Coach uh, Tucker Pruitt, head coach of Fitzgerald. Coach, this week you, you you had a game Monday night and Friday night. Yeah, we did. It was a busy week. Uh, <laughs> we were supposed to host Early County last Friday, and, and we got a flash flood Friday morning, and our field was literally underwater. I don't know if you've seen any of the pictures, but uh, we moved the game back to Saturday in hopes that we could make that work. And then after school Friday, just looking at the field, it was still underwater, and we realized that wasn't a possibility. So we bumped it back to Monday and uh, brought the kids up Sunday to have a, a Wednesday-type practice to try to get some of that weekend out of them. And uh, so we practiced Sunday and then played Monday and practiced Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday and played Friday. So 
I guarantee you all my coaches and players are still in bed right now. It was a long week. <laughs> it sounds like it. Uh, Coach, uh, uh, tell us about uh, who you got next week. Thomasville. And, wow. Um, by all my calculations, it's for the region championship. And uh, every time we play Thomasville, it's a great game. It's normally a close game. I think last year we went over there and beat them by one point. The year before, they came over here and beat us by six points. And so um, I've got a lot of respect for Thomasville and their program and their coaching staff and their players. they got a really good football team every year, uh, traditional double-A powerhouse. And so uh, we're excited about the opportunity. We know that we're going to have to have a great week of practice and play really well to beat them. But uh, it's a big challenge for us, and we're looking forward to it. Coach Tucker Pruitt, head coach of Fitzgerald, who is now 7-1 on the season. Uh, coming up next, uh, they'll be hosting uh, Thomasville next week. Coach, it's a pleasure to have you on. We're going to look forward to talking to you more in the future. Have a great weekend. Y'all stay safe. Yes, sir. Thank you. Y'all have a great day. You too. Eddie, I tell you what, he has really done a good job. He has, Brown. but his lineage is, it lends to that. Oh, gotcha. You know, his dad was – Great coach. Well, I met his dad in person when I was uh, supervising for Huddle House. Uh, when I was down in Fitzgerald, I, I reached out to him when he was down there, and he he, he uh, invited me over, and we went over and looked at the new facilities and stuff. Uh, they had added some stuff for athletics and all, and uh, great to go over and see those guys and, you know, what they're doing over there. And then, of course, you know, he moves on. He was at Warner Robins, uh, back at Fitzgerald, and then down there at uh, Coffee, and what a job he has done everywhere he's been. What a heck of a, a coach. And, it's, and, and and Tucker's taking after his dad, doing a great job. And, and I tell you what, uh, uh, that kid and that program's got a, a, a great long future. Kind of shifting gears a little bit. Going to change things up a little bit. Uh, we're going to uh, talk now to uh, Joe Powers of uh, the uh, Ben, Rob, and Joe show. Good morning. Bruce, how you doing, buddy? Through your curve, didn't I? Okay. Yeah, you did. <laughs> <laughs> I was missing a slide. I had someone that, that, that had an emergency, couldn't come on this morning. And I, you know, I thought there was nobody better I could call and talk to uh, to give a little cross-promotion uh, to you guys and, and what y'all do. Uh, it's glad I'm glad to have you with us, Joe. Uh, tell us, let's tell the audience a little bit about what y'all do and, and, and how things work. And, the, you know, we've got a link for you guys on ours, and we're working towards having y'all stream right after us on on our site. Uh, but tell us a little bit about y'all's program and everything. Sure, absolutely, Bruce, and I appreciate it. Uh, yeah, we we like to partner with with you guys and other radio stations uh, across the middle and south Georgia area. We've got uh, nine or, or ten different radio stations that, that carry our high school scoreboard show that runs from 10 to midnight on Friday nights after football. And like you said, Bruce, you guys get through calling that Hawkinsville football game there, and, uh, you know, you are always uh, kind enough to call us in. We have uh, people like yourself that are broadcast crews from, from high school uh, stadiums around the state and coaches that call us, and they give us recaps of the ball games. And uh, we get the scores, of course, out uh, to everybody listening in from all the schools across the state uh, that we can in our two-hour window. And we just try to have a lot of fun on Friday nights. And people, uh, you know, have a few different ways to watch the show, Bruce. Uh, they can actually go to our website, which is uh, RBJ for Rob, Ben, and Joe. It's rbjshow.com. And they can actually watch the show live on Facebook. Uh, we stream it live there on a link on the homepage. And then they can uh, listen to us on our Network One Sports platform 
or those nine radio stations. And, of course, we have a link there on your website, XL Sports Network, where people can uh, listen in to the show. But, but, Bruce, like you and your team there, we just try to give as much coverage to uh, these fine uh, high school organizations, the coaches and the kids that are out there playing every Friday night. Oh, absolutely. And, and it's so much fun. I, you know, uh, if we were doing it for money, we wouldn't be doing this. Uh, <laughs> listen, if you don't have a love and a passion for doing this, uh, you know, you, you wouldn't be doing it. You know, over the years at the radio station here in Hawkinsville, uh, you know, they'd set out regular salespeople to do it and it just never worked. So, you know, all of a sudden, yep. you know, Jay said, I'm going to send you out. Well, because I've got the passion in my voice. When you, when I want to, when I go out to sell and, and talk to folks about the, you know, the Saturday morning quarterback or, or Red Devil football or something like that, you know, I've, I've got a passion because I'm the guy in the trenches. I'm the guy that's doing this stuff and, uh, I care more about it than anybody else. You know, when you got a regular right. salesperson, they're looking for a paycheck. Yep. So, well, Bruce, I want to uh, I want to share some news with you here, sure. uh, and this is this is true breaking news uh, that we're going to break right here on the Saturday morning uh, quarterback show for you. I was just on the phone with our friends in Wilcox County, and uh, we are going to starting this coming Friday. We are going to start carrying Wilcox County football on our Network One Sports platform, which you can find at the RBJShow.com. And uh, I was talking with the guy that's going to be doing their play-by-play, so we're going to be meeting up tomorrow and getting that arranged. But we're going to we're going to help those guys get some football on the air this year, uh, just to try to help promote you know, programs and schools around. And it's going to be a lot of fun. But some breaking news for you right there on the Saturday morning quarterback show. Well, and, and you know, it's it's there's a, a lot of people don't realize how how difficult it is. You know, everybody wants to be on a regular radio, and and, and that's great. But here's the deal. Other than the small communities where the radio stations are looking for local content, when you get in the bigger markets, even in, in, in places like Macon and Columbus, Atlanta, you can't get on the air in those places. So the only other option right. you got is a streaming uh, service. So, you know, uh, it's a great format. It's a, it's a good, easy way to do it, and it gives the opportunity uh, for the uh, local folks to, to be able to keep up with their, their favorite team. And, you know, once you start it for football, you know, you know you've got football, you got baseball, you got basketball, you got girls softball. You know, there's a lot of stuff that Soccer, can be done with yeah. it. Absolutely. And, and listen, it, it, it's my passion. It's what I do. You know, years ago, uh, back in my early day, days of starting, uh, you know, back in those days, Dooley County, because I've been doing this since 1993, uh, on a weekly basis, uh, Dooley County and Hawkinsville hooked up most years, and uh, you know Dooley didn't allow broadcasting done from there. So I went down and talked to the superintendent, and I, I pitched my case, and he said, you know, it's gonna it's gonna drive people from the game. I said, no, I, I disagree. I said, what's gonna drive people from the game if your two teams are are, are uh, got one win between them in the eighth week of the season? Uh, yeah. but, but it, <laughs> if they're six and zero or six and two or, 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 you know, seven and one or whatever, it doesn't matter. Those folks are going to go to the game on go to the game. What this allows the opportunity to, and this was my pitch that I made many times over the years is it's those people that are stuck at work that have to work for a living. It's the moms that's mm-hmm. got little kids that can't get out. It's the, the grandparents that can't get out and, and go to these games. So this is a, I think it's a very important community uh uh service that we do um 
and that uh, it should be allowed to be done. And, you know, the, one, one of the things that, that, that I've, uh, and, I, and I might as well go ahead and say this on open air, is something I believe in. Uh, the GHSA over the last few years, you know, we used to go up and do the quarterback show at the championship game every year. Well, over the last mm-hmm. three or four years now, all of a sudden, uh, if, you're, if you're a radio broadcaster, unless you're doing a ball game, they don't want to let you into the facilities. Um, mm. but newspaper and, and, and uh, television has got run of the place. And, you know, so we, we, that's, a, that's something I think I, I, I'd like for all radio people to listen to. Uh, we really need to make a push to the GHSA be fair to us. You know, if you want to charge us a right fee to come up and do what we do, that's fine. You know, because, you know, what we do is a, a talk show. Uh, but don't deny us because we don't fit your criteria at this point. That's right. Well, Bruce, I tell you what, my friend, uh, I'm going to give you one more shameless plug if you don't mind. No, go ahead. <laughs> I know you got a lot of things going on. I want to uh, remind everybody that if you're looking for a place where you can get not only uh, updated scores from all of those fine sports that you just uh, mentioned and recognized, baseball, wrestling, soccer, softball, along with football, uh, you can go to rbjshow.com and you can find on our scoreboard page all of the scores from all the Central Georgia schools for all those sports located right there. And uh, alongside that, you find the link to the XL Sports Network and the Saturday Morning Quarterback Show. But you can also find all of our podcasts because me, Rob, and Ben do a, a weekly podcast outside of football season where we talk to coaches uh, and schools all around the SEC. Yes, I'm talking about college SEC football. We have uh, coaches that call in from as far as Texas A&M, you know, uh, with Andrew Monaco there, the voice of the, the fighting Aggies, of course, all the way over to, uh, let's say, Georgia Tech or Georgia uh, that call in. We have Clemson, uh, Vanderbilt, Tennessee, and, of course, the uh, the uh, Sunbelt Conference schools as well. So we talk to Georgia Southern, Georgia State, uh, Mercer, all the coaches around there, and, and the college uh, program. So, it's a lot of fun. You can find all the shows there for the podcast. You can, of course, find the, uh, the high school scoreboard show on Friday nights and the scores to all of your local school's uh, athletic activities. And you can find the link to the XL Sports Network right there at rbjshow.com. And it's kind of funny you mention that. My, my technician over here just handed me a paper to remind me, uh, being old and slow sometimes, you know, if you missed a show, uh, part of it or whatever, or if you missed a ball game, uh, we've got podcasts. Uh, you can either go through uh, anchor.fm uh, XL Sports, or you can go uh, straight to the XL Sports Network page. Uh, there's uh, the podcast of, of Hawkinsville Red Devil Sports, and of course, the Saturday Morning Quarterback, all that's there. Just go to the xlsportsnetwork.net page, and he's trying to can't and on Spotify. Ken's trying to drive me into the into the to the uh, present day, and I'm still stuck ten years behind. I can't help it. <laughs> hey, well, Bruce, I appreciate what you guys do. Uh, of course, we appreciate the partnership with you guys. Uh, we couldn't do this if we didn't all partner together and kind of connect the dots across the counties here in Middle and South Georgia. So, we really appreciate the platform you guys give us and. Uh, I would be remiss if I didn't give a shout-out to our friends over at Sports Mike and Greg Elrod and crew because they, they do partner with us as well on Friday nights to give us all those scores from Houston County and updates. And uh, So we appreciate all the, all the folks that are in this business trying to do what you said a while ago, Bruce, and that's just uh, you know be a, a voice for the, for the athletics and the high schools and, and do a great community service here. So we appreciate you guys over there at Excel Sports Network. 
Well, we can't allow CBS to do everything with the with the video and <laughs> video streaming and everything else that they're doing. We got to kind of hold our own. Uh, it's the small markets like us that that have promoted these sports for years. That's right. And uh, before I before I get off your airways, because I know you got stuff to do, let me ask you about that Georgia Kentucky game today. What you got? Uh, Georgia <laughs> by twenty four. <laughs> oh, all right. You know that's me. I had a. Uh, I got them by 25. I had 35 to 10 was what I said. So that's pretty good, Bruce. We're no, right I, I'm thinking more like uh, uh, 27 to 3. We'll take a break. You're okay. listening to Steakhouse Western <laughs> Saturday morning quarterback show. Back after this. Welcome back into Steakhouse Restaurant Saturday Morning Quarterback Show. Back to the phone line we go. On the line with us now, uh, Coach Shannon Jarvis of Elbert County defeated Union La- uh, County last night, 52 to uh, 29. Good morning, Coach. Good morning, guys. How y'all doing? Good, good. Glad to have you back with us again, Coach. Uh, uh, kind of missed you the last year or so, and glad to have you back. Yes, sir. I'm glad to be back. <laughs> you know, I took a year. Well, I was out for one year when I stepped down at Mill Creek and uh, went in administration and athletic director. And then I'm from Elberton and had an opportunity to come back here and coach. And first and foremost, I'll tell you, I missed coaching, and uh, I knew that was going. That was my calling. So um, coming back home and be able to coach, and um, you know, that, that it's been everything I wanted to be as far as the coaching aspect of it. And just glad to be back on the sidelines. To be honest with you, with the kids. Kind of pulled a Tim McFarland. That's kind of what he did. He decided to retire. Yeah. And then, <laughs> then, then he got the itch before we got to January, hardly. Yeah. You know, I'll tell you this. And, you know, I worked under and worked. Coach T. McFarland did the same thing a couple times. Coach McFarland, right. I talked to him. You'd be amazed how much us coaches talk, because especially when you're doing these big jobs um, that you have with so many kids and all up in Atlanta and that area. It, it it it's just so many things that are not that that are not pertain to football that you deal with. If you look at it, there's a lot of coaches that take a year off, you know, and so, and then they get right back into it. And it's it's just it's tough jobs. You got a lot of moving parts and and um, but 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 saying that I absolutely love where I'm at right now. Um, the challenges that I have here, I love those. And so um, even even Tim, you know, as he said, he had a great a blessed Trinity. And then you know I know right now he's moved to fellowship. But just you, you mentioned him, but there's a lot of coaches that have done that where you have to take about a year and then uh, you get going and you realize you need to be back on that sideline. So we all, we all have that, 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 I guess, addiction or whatever, but it's, <laughs> it's a good thing. Well, I've got the addiction, but mine's from behind the mic. Uh, I, every year I say I'm fixing to retire and turn over somebody else, and I, I haven't done it yet. I don't know when I'm going to do it. <laughs> I know. Hey, I know exactly. Coach, uh, tell us a bit about your team this year, and then we'll talk about a little bit about uh, last night's ball game. Yes, sir. You know, we, we're still a little young. Even when I took the job, I knew that it was going to be a young program. And um, but, but when I, when I say that, because we, we're three and three right now, but we've we've got we started out slow against Hart County. They beat us pretty good. Now you know, Rance has done a great job at Hart County. And um, but we we in the games that we've played this year, and I, I gave this to the kids getting ready for reaching schedule. You know, the, the opponents that we had played were twenty five and four. And you know, you play in Lincoln County and Commerce and Washington Wilkes and and Harrelson. 
And in every one of them, we're up, and we couldn't finish in two of them, you know, with Washington Welts and with Harrelson. We had leads and couldn't finish, and, you know, and that, that's my responsibility. I, I'm, I've got to get better getting these kids prepared to finish games, and, um, and and I say that to you because we've played a high-level competition, and then that gets you ready for Union County last night, and, you know, we got up on them, and they battled back. We didn't quite finish them, but then we did respond in the fourth quarter. So what I'm very pleased with our kids and where our program is right now, we're right there. Um, you know, we've cleaned up a lot of the sloppiness and so, you know, our penalties and things of that nature. We're not having the false starts and, thing, and, and you know, and, and truthfully, our turnover, you know, we, we, we had an interception last night, but we try to stay ahead in the turnover ratio. So a lot of things like that, I'm seeing growth in our players and, and um, you know, they're playing hard each and every Friday night. And as a high school coach, I'm, I'm going to be honest, when I look at other teams, you know, I, not that I judge other coaches, but the, the effort and, and what the kids are putting into it, that that's a mark of any program. And um, now your goal's got to put execution with that. And that's what I tell our kids, just playing hard isn't enough now. You know, that's a given. But um, but I'm proud of the effort and intensity that our kids are, have played with really throughout this year. And so um, putting execution with that, I'm, I'm excited about what potentially can happen in the playoffs uh, with our region schedule going in the playoffs. And I say playoffs because I bear with me. Once we hit region schedule, I've always done this in my programs. We're in the playoffs. You know, I try to right. treat it as a one-and-done mentality so that you're not trying to do something different when you go to the playoffs. And, you know, and I put, you know, I've been able to be unfortunate enough to, to play multiple games in the playoffs most of the years. And so you try to get that mindset now. You don't wait to turn it. There's no light switch when you hit the end of the season to play better in the playoffs. So um, as I refer to the playoffs, our region schedule is the playoffs. Absolutely, no doubt about it, Coach. Uh, you know, you, you got to play yourself in every single week. Yeah, exactly. Coach, uh, speaking of region, uh, tell us, uh, you know, uh, how the region, region stacks up right now. Yeah, so in our region, um, you know, you have Raven County. So I think it's, this conversation starts with them. And, I, I, you know, I'm not sure how many region championships they've won in this region. I don't know. I don't really look at the history of it, but I know they've been successful for many years. So, you know, they, they won it last year, and everything runs with them as far as in our region. But you have them and then Union County ourselves, uh, Riverside, and then Banks County. So um, last night's win against, Hugh, against Union was huge. They were already 2-0 and in the region. We had had a bye week. And their bye weeks had been in the year, so they had already played two region teams. So they're coming into a two and zero, and we're zero and zero. So uh, we we had we knew last night, and it goes back to what I just told you. Our mentality is it's you know it's, you treat it like it is one and done, you know, because they're all your goals and everything you have lined up are on the line, you know, really last night. So and I mean that not just in home field advantage, but I, I it's to set up hopefully for a region championship game, and we treat it as a region championship game next week. We go to Raven County, so we go up to their place. Um, it is without question we know how talented Gunnar Stockton is, but to be frank with you, if you if you look at Raven and people study, it's not just him. That's they, they have kids. They have tremendous players everywhere at receiver. They're running back. He's a junior now. He's a sophomore last year. I think in the first two touches he had against us last year, he had touchdowns. And he, he's a tremendous player. So, uh, Gunner, Gunner, you know, he receives a lot of accolades, and rightfully so. But they're, they're much more ta- – they, they have so much more talent than, than him um, on that team. So, they, they pose a lot of challenges. But, boy, I'm excited to go up there, get our kids. As I talked about, that our kids have progressed and gotten better and better. And we're excited to go up there and have this opportunity to compete for them for, for what I, when I say a region championship, you know, the, the winner of this game will hold um, the, the upper hand the rest of the year to be able to win out and win the region. 
Albert County head coach Shannon Jarvis uh, defeated Union last night, 52-29, next week at Raven County. Coach, it's always great to talk to you. We look forward to getting you on uh, even more in the weeks to come. Uh, have a great weekend. Y'all stay safe. Yes, sir. Thank you. Anytime, Coach. And, of course, we'd, we'd had him on when he was at Mill Creek a, a lot, and um, then he uh, – he uh, transitioned, and now we're lucky to, to be able to get him back here. want to remind you, you if you missed uh, uh, a show or a part of a show, you can listen uh, or podcast uh, of the shows on uh, Anchor FM slash uh, XL Sports or Spotify. You can also find the link on our website, xlsports.net, uh, and listen uh, to the, the replays of those. Uh, uh, thanks to Ken Parks for putting all that together. We're continually trying to make things better and easier for all of our listeners and, and always looking to make expansions. Back to phone line, we're going line with us now, Habersham Central Head Coach Benji Harrison. Good morning, Coach. Hey, how you doing this morning? Good, Coach. Uh, always a pleasure to talk to you. Last night, uh, you guys um, uh, took on uh, Lanier. Tell us a little bit about it. Well, we gave ourselves a chance to win. It was a big game for us. It's one we had to have. We wanted to get into with the postseason, and uh, you know, we it was weird. It was we were up ten to seven with about five minutes to go in the game, hanging on, uh, having a lot of trouble moving the football. We we're playing good defense, but uh, they broke a couple late on us there, and, and, and were able to get us. But our uh, our kids play extremely hard. Uh, we're a really young football team. We lost a lot of guys last year uh, in a lot of key spots, but this team's been been fun to coach. You know, we hadn't we hadn't won the games that we wanted to win this year, uh, but you know it is. It's a, it's a young team. They're getting they've gotten better each week, and, and I feel like uh, moving into the future, we've got some good guys coming back. Uh, but obviously, last night was disappointing. Uh, gave us a chance to uh, to get the win against a good football team, but came up a little short. Coach, those games are the ones that'll eat you alive. You 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 have a game you get beat by thirty five to nothing or forty eight to nothing, some kind of game like that. But those you you know before night's over what happened and, and you just move on. Uh, you it's easier yeah. to put out of your mind. But these like this are the ones that just absolutely eat you alive, don't they? They do. It's it's tough. I mean, our kids kids fault. You know, we've got a we've got a lot of young kids that probably are a year away from needing to play, but because of injuries and some gradual and graduation last year, we had, we had to play. And uh, I think it'll definitely benefit us in the, the future. And I think when we get in those situations in the tight ball game late in the game, I think they'll learn from that. They'll draw from that uh, in the future. But yeah, it's disappointing. Our kids played extremely hard to give us that chance, uh, you know, and just, uh, we just couldn't hold on there at the end. They made a couple of plays when they needed to, and, and we didn't, but, uh, you know, love this group of guys I've got. They, they're they good kids that, that play hard, do whatever you ask them to do, and just hate it for them. Hate it for our seniors because we really want to get back to the, the playoffs this year. Uh, that was going to be a, a huge deal for those guys. And it looks like we're going to come up a little short on that, but we're going to finish out the season hopefully on a high note. We're going to continue to play hard um, and send our seniors out the right way and, and build some momentum going into uh, next year. Coach, coming up next, Central Gwinnett. Can you tell us anything about them? Yeah, Central Gwinnett's, uh, you know, they're they're in a situation. Coach Thompson came there a couple of years ago, and, uh, you know, he's trying to just do a lot of things there to change the culture and to get it back to where they want to be. He does a really good job. His kids play extremely hard. They're talented. I think he's just trying to, to do some things to get those kids used to, to winning when you have the opportunity. So I know he's preaching the same thing we're preaching right now. Let's finish strong. Let's make sure we, we we do the things that carry us into the off season. But they're they're a scary team because they are. They've got athletes and and you got to you got to keep everything in front of you on defense, and uh, so it's, we're looking forward to it. I mean, it's uh, it's a game that 
that we had success in last year, but I've learned one thing in high school football, it, 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 year to year is different. <laughs> the kids are different. The players are different. Um, so we got to be ready to go play. It's a, they're an athletic team, but we're looking forward to going down there Friday night. It's a cool stadium. we got the castle. Uh, our kids will enjoy it and hopefully we can come away and get back on the winning side of things. Coach, uh, one final question um, in the final minute. Reclassification, is it going to affect you guys or anybody in y'all's region? Well, I think so. You know, uh, I think it will. I don't really see it moving us uh, too much unless those numbers really slide a little bit more than we think it will in 7A. I think we stay six. Some people are saying we could slide to five. I don't see that happening. But uh, I'll tell you one thing, it's not going to hurt my feelings now if Buford has to leave. Uh, they're pretty pretty sporty. That's not going to break my heart too much if those guys have to go up. But uh, I like those guys. They're good friends with all their coaches. But uh, you know how they are. They're a juggernaut to, uh, to deal with. But uh, I don't know. We'll see. I think it definitely is going to make our region look a little different. We just don't know yet really what way it's going to slide and who comes in and that kind of thing. But, uh, you know, we'll see. Uh I was joking with somebody the other day. They said, what if you get these? I said, well, if you get rid of Buford, I don't really care who you get. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens with it. But we definitely think our region will look a little different next year. Coach Benji Harrison, head coach uh, Aversham Central. Uh, coach, uh, always a pleasure to talk to you. Have a great weekend. Y'all stay safe. We'll talk soon. All right. Appreciate it. Thanks, right. And that's another vote for sending Buford to Tennessee. We'll take a break. You're listening to the Steakhouse Restaurant Saturday Morning Quarterback Show on the XL Sports Network. Stay tuned. Welcome back into the Steakhouse Restaurant Saturday Morning Quarterback Show presented by our friends at Central Georgia Technical College. Back to phone lines. We're going line with us now. Coach Jeff Littleton, Bainbridge High School. Uh, winners over Dade Christian last night, 35-12. to 12. Good morning, Coach. Hey, good morning, guys. Coach, glad to have you with us uh, this morning. Uh, last night, uh, y'all dipped down into Florida uh, for your opponent. What can you tell us about them? Oh, Dade Christian uh, out of Miami. Uh, they came up to Centennial Field, and, man, they got a lot of talent. Um, great, uh, Some great skilled players on that team. Um, and uh, we struggled at times. Um uh, but uh, our kids fought hard and uh, pulled out a great victory. Coach, uh, you know, 35-12 to 12 win last night. Tell us a little bit about your offense and, you know, what made them click last night. Well, we were able to run the football against Dade, and, um, and that's something that we've struggled with at the beginning of the year, and uh, we've just continually gotten better. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm proud of our kids and our coaches, um for their work ethic and, and just trying to get better at what we do. And, um, you know, offensively, we struggled throwing the ball last night, but I give credit to Dade. I mean, they got some some great skilled players on the back end. And uh, we, we our quarterback, he's a first-year player, and, and uh, he, he threw his first interceptions of the year, uh, threw three interceptions. But, you know, like I said, I give credit to Dade Christian. Uh, they did a great job uh uh, defending us, but really proud of the way we were able to control the control the ball and with our run game and and uh, you know and we uh, you know we just got to continue to get better uh, finish out this region schedule. 
Coach, uh, you're, you're in the region play, but I, let's, let's go back just for a second. You guys have played a, a tough schedule. Uh, you opened with, opened with coffee, then you had Valdosta, Thomasville, and Ware County, who, of course, Ware defeated uh, Warner Robins last night. Uh, y'all got a – y'all started with a very, very tough schedule. Yeah, yeah, it was uh, it was tough, especially, you know, we, we had to uh, replace a lot of offensive production and uh, starting out the year, and, and we did struggle uh, to move the ball, and we couldn't take a lot of pressure off of our defense. But uh, we've we've gotten better on both sides of the football, and I think, you know, the as far as playing those those teams of that caliber, I, I think it prepares us for our region schedule and, and uh, you know, early on in the playoffs. Coach, coming up next, uh, next week, y'all will host Westover. Yeah, yeah, Westover, uh, they have uh, some very talented, skilled kids as well. I mean, they, they have struggled uh, record-wise, but um, they have uh, they have some talented kids uh, on the offensive side of the ball, and, and uh, we'll have to play well and uh, uh, to get that victory. Thank goodness it's here at home, and uh, we got another home game, and uh, we really look forward to that. Coach, uh, talk about the health of your team. Uh, uh, as we get late in the season, uh, a lot of guys have got some uh, more than bumps and bruises. How are y'all set up? We've got a few ankle injuries uh, right now. We got a linebacker, starting linebacker out, and uh, we got a couple bumps last night running back. Our first and second string running backs went went out with ankle injuries, but I think they'll be fine. Uh, it's, they're very mild, so um, you know it's kind of typical this time of the year. Um, it does hurt us that we don't have a, a break here in the middle of our region schedule, but um, you know that's just the way the schedule plays out for us. So uh, we'll deal with it, and we'll uh, you know create some depth, and we'll have to create some depth on both sides of the ball. Coach, between your non-region schedule and your region schedule with with Cairo and Westover and uh, Thomas County Central and Monroe uh, and, and uh, Darty, uh, you, you should be by the time you get to the end of the season, you 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 got it as they say battle tested. Y'all y'all definitely are battle battle tested. Yeah, to start out with our non-region schedule being so tough, and then to play Cairo uh, and Darty right there, the first two region games. Um, you know, we were able to, to get wins in both of those. And, you know, it's – I think it just – you know, it, it it shows the weaknesses of our team and, and, and as well as our strengths. And, you know, the coaches do a great job of, of getting everybody in the right place. And the kids just – I mean, they got so much resiliency and and uh, they do a great job of, of, you know, bouncing back. And, uh, you know, I, it's, it's – we've uh, we, we just done a great job of uh, – getting our kids in the right places. Our coaches do a great job. Coach Jeff Littleton, head coach of Bainbridge, uh, winners last night over at Dade Christian, 35-12 next week, uh, Westover. Coach, it's always a pleasure to talk to you. Have a great weekend. Y'all stay safe, and we'll talk soon. Yeah, appreciate you having me. Anytime, Coach. And I'm going to tell you what, you're talking about a, a guy and a team that uh, guys in South Georgia respect, and that's uh, Jeff Littleton in Bainbridge. Their name comes up a lot, Eddie. Oh, it does. It does. 
We want to remind y'all we're here each week throughout the course of the season uh, with the Steakhouse Restaurant Saturday morning quarterback show, uh, 9 to 12, the fastest three hours in radio. Finish up last half hour, Eddie and uh, uh, does a little traveling with John Nelson as they look at the college game. Yeah, we got some some interesting ones. Uh, I've just been checking the point spreads and, you know, the over-under, and they pretty much stayed consistent. I mean, just about every game's – I'm looking now. Most every game is, uh, you know, less than six points over under. So, um, or the point spread. So they're all supposed to be close. We'll see. You know, we've got a couple in here that are one, one and a half points. Um, of course, uh, in my heart, the uh, Arkansas Auburn game is it's a five point uh, spread. Arkansas's favor. Um, over under about 54 points. So, interesting to see what John's got to say. And, of course, I'll ask him about Slippery Rock. i got to check and see who they're playing today. Okay, we're going to check some scores uh, here on the Steakhouse Restaurant Saturday Morning Quarterback Show. Eddie, as well, we'll take a look at the scores. There's a lot of interesting games as we get late in the season. Uh, these things are beginning to pile up, and there's a lot of implications. Well, most of them are all uh, – they're all region play now. Right. Pretty much. I mean, there's a few that had to be rescheduled and stuff, but – Colquitt County 31-28 over Camden County. We had West Forsyth over Forsyth Central 42-10. Brookwood 28, Newton 6. We had Norcross over Discovery 35-6. Um, Marietta 48-0 over Hillgrove. McEachern and Newton played last night. McEachern coming out ahead 41-21. Um, whoops. Just did a refresh, Bruce. Got to let it catch up here. <laughs> um, South Forsyth, 17, Gainesville, 9. Grayson, 28, Parkview, 21. Um, both powerhouses up there in, in the Atlanta area. Um, South Gwinnett, 32, Peachtree Ridge, 14. Uh, Archer, 64, Berkmeyer, uh, 0. You had uh, Lowndes over Tiff County, 26 to 7. Mill Creek 56, Mountain View 0, Walton, uh, North Cobb 51, Walton 29, um, Altoona 43, Sprayberry 7, Alcove 43, Grovetown 20, uh, Wayne County and Coffee played last night, Coffee 48 to nothing, uh, Harris County 48, McIntosh uh, 24. You had Harrison over North Paulding, 45-28. River Ridge, 28. Centennial, 27. Tells me that somebody missed a field goal. Um, Cal, 42. Wheeler, 23. Uh, Lanier, 28-10 to 10 over Aberdeen Central. Trying to skip around a little bit, Bruce. Get some of those down here. Morrow, 20, uh, Pike County, 31. Morrow, 26. Northside and Valdosta, Bruce, that was a three-point game. It was 13-10, to 10, and that game went into the last last quarter. It was still anybody's game. I think Northside got that field goal with, like, yeah, it was, seconds. Yeah, it was, it was, it was close. Um, Buford, 37, Shiloh, 0. Winder Barrow, 35, Central Gwinnett, 7. Lee County, 29-9 to 9 over Hoko. 
And Eddie at the half, uh, Houston County had a 9-7 to lead, and then Hoko uh, ran it out in the second half. But I'm going to tell you, Hoko played very, very well uh, uh, last night, and, and I tell you what, they've got a lot to be proud of. Yeah, they do. They, they played a uh, tough game. Ware County 29, uh, Warner Robins 21. Everybody saying that was a real good game up until the last, last few minutes. Yeah, and I'm going to tell you something. Um, uh, Coach Strickland down at Ware County, he's, he's had those guys primed, and they've been playing well all year. You know, that's one I'm sure that the Gators down there circled on their calendar. And, you know, got to give them credit. They went into to Warner Robins and, and pulled out a big victory. Yeah, they did. You know, when you're playing as good as, as Warner Robins has the last couple of years, you know you got a target on your back. Uh, Villa Rica 33, Lithia Springs 30, uh, Riverwood 35, Creekview 28, Southwest DeKalb, 48, Stone Mountain, zero. And let me correct something. I, I said winning one Robins. Actually, one Robins yeah, made the long trip. They made it down to, to South Georgia. To the swamp, yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, they took the ride down there, and, and uh, you know, just it was a hard-fought game, but unfortunately it went against one Robins. I'm sure they'll re- uh, rebound next week. Oh, though. sure. Um, Perry, 32, West Lawrence, zero. Perry rebounds from the loss last week. Jonesboro 14, Tri uh, Cities 0. You had uh, Flowery Branch 34 to 14 over Cedar Shoals. Um, Hap, uh, Hapville Charter 20, West over 12. Cedar Town 50, Ridge, Ridgeland 6. Um, let's see who we got. West Side over Macon, out of Macon 21 to 14 over Rutland. Um, West Side needed that win to stay in the playoff hunt. Of course, I want to remind you we're here each week for the fastest three hours in radio, 9 to uh, 12. The Steakhouse Restaurant Saturday Morning Quarterback Show presented by our friends at Central Georgia Technical College. We come to you each week uh, live from the Dave Venable Studios in downtown Hawkinsville, just off the banks of the Old Mogi River. You can check us out at xlsports.net, xlsports.net. Network, I'm sorry, xlsportsnetwork.net. I should know that better than anybody. Jeez, we're going to take a break. You'll listen to Steakhouse Restaurant, Saturday morning quarterback show, right here on the XL Sports Network. The Hawkinsville Steakhouse Restaurant has a variety of house specials available anytime, Monday through Saturday. Dine in or carry out. Choose from the 8-ounce grilled chicken breast, Italian chicken parmesan, southwestern grilled chicken, grilled pork chops, country fried steak, or the absolute best fried chicken in Georgia. To carry out one of these delicious house specials, call the Hawkinsville Steakhouse Restaurant at 478-892-3383. I walk the mean streets of Atlanta in a police uniform. That gives me an important perspective most lawyers can't give you. If you find yourself in a tough situation leading to an arrest, remember, your best bet for a good defense is to remain completely respectful but quiet. I can't stress that enough. And call me as soon as you possibly can. I'm David Venable. Call me. The Big City Lawyer with Small Town Charm. David Venable, Attorney at Law, Broad Street, Hawkinsville. Call 478-783-2825. The answer to your insurance needs is simple. The Grimsley Agency. No matter your needs, life, auto, or home, it's the Grimsley Agency. You can trust Danny Grimsley and his staff with great coverage for your whole family. New car or home, the answer is the same. The Grimsley Agency. Give them a call at 783-2581 or see them at 203 Commerce Street, Hawkinsville. Proud supporters of all Red Devil Athletics. For all your tax needs and IRS 
RSE file in Middle Georgia, it's Lester's Income Tax Service at 99 Commerce Street, Hawkinsville. Call 478-783-1650. Best of luck, Red Devils. Getting your degree is as easy as 3, 2, 1, go. Enroll at Central Georgia Technical College. It could come at little or no cost to you. Visit www.centralgatech.edu backslash 321go for details. Welcome back into the Steakhouse Restaurant Saturday morning quarterback show as we continue on this absolutely gorgeous Saturday morning as the temperatures are going to drop into the 40s tonight and be that way for the next few nights and in the 70s next week. Finally, football weather is here. Back to the phone lines we go. On the line with us now, Coach Robert Edwards of Riverwood. Winners last night over uh, uh, Creekview, 35-28. Good morning, Coach. Good morning. How you doing? Good, good, Coach. Glad to have you with us. Uh I appreciate you uh, taking time out of your busy schedule to to talk with us just a few minutes. Uh, A good win last night, 35-28. What can you tell us? Uh, Tough win, but but at the same time, it was a great win. Hard-fought game. Kids played their hearts out. And uh, we just uh, blessed to be on the end that came out with the victory. Coach, uh, break down the game a little bit with us and tell us how it kind of shook out uh, down the stretch. Uh, you know, was this one of those that went to the, the, the final uh, few minutes of the ball game? Well, it took a turn in the, in the second half going into the fourth quarter. We was up um, convincingly 35-14 and then a couple of turnovers here. Uh, they, they score on it, turn over the ball again in the fourth quarter. They score again, then they stop us and um, and, and – then they have the ball with the one minute with the last few seconds in the game to tie the game to send it to overtime. But luckily our defense stepped up to the plate, stopped them, and we was able to get into victory formation to win the game. Coach, that, that sometimes you got that cushion. It, it kind of gives kids a little uh, sense of security and, and maybe uh, at times uh, bad things happen. Yeah, I mean, that, that was my – speech to them at, ha- at halftime, don't relax, and, and let's continue to play. Let's continue to play like the score is 0-0. And uh, we, we started out the second half pretty well, came out and scored, stopped them, scored, went up 35-14, and then everything else happened with the turnovers and um, and then been able to push the ball downfield and get two scores. So, But luckily, uh, it worked out in our favor. We were able to win the game. Coach, it's not going to get any easier next week. Next week, Cambridge, uh, you guys are 6-1, and one, I believe, and they're 6-0. and oh. uh, Next week's going to be a very important game, isn't it? It is. I mean, it, it, it has a lot of implications on whether we are tied for first or, or fall to third. So, and, you know, that's uh, seeding for the playoffs. I mean, barring what happens the rest of the season as far as our last two games after that. But uh, it, it's definitely a big, big game for us up until this part because it could very well determine who wins the region. Coach, if you would, let's, let's kind of break down your team a little bit. Tell us a little bit about uh, your your different uh, class classes, uh, you know, uh, how many you got in the different groups, and and, and uh, tell us a little bit about your, your seniors, and then tell us a little bit about your freshmen, uh, which are the guys of your future. Well, we're a, we're a pretty small team in 6A. Uh, we care about 40 kids, 40, 45 kids. 
in 6A going against, you know, a lot of teams that have 80-plus kids. So a lot of my guys play both ways. Um, this is my fourth year at Riverwood, and these are, are, are my seniors that came in with me. Uh, so we're a heavy senior class. The guys have been with me for four years. They understand, you know, what I want and, and what I like, what I dislike. So uh, we, we function pretty well as a group. Uh, they're my senior leaders. Uh, I don't really have one guy as a senior uh, because all these guys came in with me. I look to all of them to do their part and to lead this team. Uh, we've got a few good sophomores that are, are, are I mean, our juniors that are, are pretty good players that plays both ways as well. Um, uh, not a lot of freshmen uh, because we're such a small team. Uh, they, those guys mainly play JV, but I dependly, depend heavily on my juniors and my seniors to lead this team. Uh, I guess you could say we got like 3A, 4A numbers because a lot of those guys play both ways. And, of course, we're Class A, and, and we're used to those numbers a little bit smaller. Uh, and, and, you know, in, in our league, you know, your freshmen put, put in a lot of time. You know, you, you, when you see sometimes we may have five, six uh, freshmen out there starting on a Friday night. Maybe maybe right. a little tough this year, but, you know, they, they uh, as long as they don't lose their focus, uh, those kids really grow in. And, you know, the thing that we haven't been able to do the last few years is really have a, a good JV team because we just don't have the numbers. Yeah. Right. I mean, we, we face that same problem because we all our young guys that probably would play JV, the juniors, the good juniors and the good and the good sophomores, they have to play up. So they don't get the opportunity to really uh, play a lot of the JV schedule. So um, we mainly use our JV guys as a developmental squad to make sure those guys learn the game, learn what we're trying to do. Really don't really really don't worry about the score of the game, the outcomes of the game. We just want those guys to play football, get used to you know running our offense and our defense, and learn the terminology, and then you know. Hopefully they could develop into a, a great varsity player. Coach, uh, turn our sights to the college game this afternoon. You got a game you're going to be watching close this afternoon? Oh, yeah. I'm uh, actually headed down to Athens now to watch uh, Georgia and Kentucky. <laughs> uh, you know, our dogs, dogs are playing well. The defense is outstanding. So I'm coming down here during home, come in, kind of cheer these guys on. Coach, if, if they need you, you got any eligibility left? Uh, I have none. If I did, I don't know how, how much I could give them. <laughs> Uh, Coach, listen, I'm just picking at you. Listen, glad you chose to spend a little time with us. Always a pleasure to talk to you. Y'all have a great weekend. Enjoy your game this afternoon, and go dogs. Go dogs. Thanks for having me. Anytime, Coach. Yeah, I let him into that. I wanted to – I did that for you, Eddie. That's fine. <laughs> You know, I was looking back at some videos yesterday, and I was watching some of Herschel's old runs, and then I caught myself watching some of Bo's golly. Now, that was – when you had those guys in the in the league at the same time, wow, geez, those guys could run the ball. Well, I, you know, I, I like to watch a lot of stuff. And my, one of my – I don't generally watch ESPN, but 30 for 30, uh-huh. Marcus Dupree. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh man. He was, he was another man amongst the boys. Well, he, you know, he got hurt. He got hurt. Uh, in college, he had a bad concussion and walked away from college football right. for a while. And then, you know, he went professional and tore his knee up. And he yep. was out of football for about about five years. But if you see pictures of him when he came back after, I mean, he he had this little shop behind his mom's house. He turned the heat up about 150 degrees, I think it was, and lift weights. He's one of the most, uh, you know, I, I, Bozeman man. He yeah. always will be. Herschel was the same way. Yeah. 
Dupree was he was built. special. He was special. If he hadn't got hurt. We're going to take a break. You'll listen to Steakhouse Restaurant Saturday morning quarterback show right here on the XL Sports Network. Welcome back into the Steakhouse Restaurant Saturday morning quarterback show here on the XL Sports Network. We're going to pause 10 seconds for our stations to identify themselves. Back to the phone lines. We go online with us now, Coach Joel Ingram, Washington County Golden Hawks. Good morning, Coach. Good morning, man. Uh, Coach, uh, last night uh, you guys uh, took on – well, actually, Thursday night y'all took on uh, Southwest Macon. Uh, you guys rolled to a 44 to nothing win. What can you tell us? Um, you know, our, our kids went over there. You know, the Macon schools share uh, stadiums, and so it was, uh, it was Southwest turn to – play on Thursday night so we played them over at Henderson Stadium and yeah I, I give a you know plug you know Barney Hester and those guys over uh the in Macon um they've done a really in Bibb County they've done a really good job upgrading those stadiums and putting such an emphasis on football and uh the the, the, the surface was great it was grass surface but just the renovations were really all were, were nice and um it's a great place to play so we went over there and we were able to play a lot of kids and um you know no, you've got a couple, you know, no more nicks than you get at anybody else's time of year. So, uh, you know, and then that, you know, play on Thursday gave us a, an extra day's rest, an extra day to, you know, I, I, so I, mean, I went and watched, uh, you know, I was in, saw, had a treat last night. I got to watch a great football, high school football game when I went and watched Blakeland Northeast. And, um, you know, that one came down to inside of a minute and, you know, Blakely ended up doing the Northeast with Northeast, you know, done to a couple of people this year. Uh, us included, um, but um, you know, I set up just an incredibly um, big game next week for Region Three AA. You know, Blakely can clinch it next week, and you know, I, and I guess our our role could be to fly and on because we still got a lot of work to do. Um, you know, just one region loss, and you know, it's like you know, Mike Lau was the sports guy, you know, Central Georgia Sports Sports, saying, you know, region our region is like the NCAA tournament, like a round robin every week. You know, everybody's. Um, capable of, of of beating each other, and uh, and so uh, we're excited about it. It's great to be in such a meaningful game this time of year. Coach, you're right about that. And of course, I was in the studio working last night since we had the week off, and uh, my friend over there in Cochran, Matt Grafton, kept me up to date. And golly, it was got got kind of fast and furious there in the fourth quarter with the exchanges and everything else. And guys, I, I think Blakely had two fourth downs, I think, in that that last drive, and it's just. What a ball I think game. they got. I think it was more like three or four. four <laughs> um, and Jeez. I was standing. I was over there. You know, I I was there in the end zone, uh, and that then just an incredible catch the kid made there at the one uh, to set him up for the for, for the uh, winning touchdown. But um, it was a it was a great game between two outstanding high school football teams. I mean, I've said many times on here. You know, I, my you know, Bond's like a you know family member. I love him to death, and. Uh, He's a great football coach, and we've, you know, he and I, you know, we we go back at it uh, pretty good, um, you know. But he's a great football coach, and uh, and they'll be prepared. And I know they got a lot to play for. I think this is the first they're playing for the first region championship in school history. So, uh, but we do have them at home. But um, you know, what we've got to do is just you know perfect and get better at what I mean, get better at what we do. And uh, you know, it suffice to say that. I still don't feel like we've worked kinks out. I guess uh, if if I can say that sitting here at four and two, um, I can you know I can say hey we're still going to be getting better as the season goes on. But um, 
you know, our main focus right now is just finding, you know, consistency offensively, you know, between finding balance and, you know, and then uh, defensively, um, you know, just containing the quarterback. And uh, and so, um, so it's going to be, you know, it's definitely going to be a packed house this weekend, this next Friday in Sandersville. So, uh, it's, but once again, like I said, man, it's just it's just so great to be playing in a meaningful game this time of year, you know. So, uh, so I want to enjoy it. I want our kids to enjoy it. But at the same time, you know, not be overwhelmed by it, but just use it as fuel and live in the moment. Coach, talking about Blakely, I mean, you know, Vaughn has done a tremendous job. We, we took a school that was more of a baseball school than anything else, and uh, he, the last few years he's really turned into a football school, and uh, the, the job he does with the offense is tremendous. And But, but he's he's, he's uh, surrounded himself by good guys. You know, he had John Ford for uh, defense coordinator a couple of years before he took the job uh, and went towards the coast. And then, you know, he, he brought in uh, Will Connor, who uh, – uh, mastermind the defense over here uh in hawkinsville and then went down to christmas did well, a great so, you job. know that's you know that's another thing there you know I, you, my roots are in hawkinsville i grew up you know not from the time i've been young you know will was always close friends with my my cousin william and so uh so growing up you know family vacations and stuff they they always have a a, a condominium at the same place we always stayed so i've known will for years and I've known Brad Harbor. Brad's a great friend. Sure. Um, you know, he was, he, you know, he led Chris County to a state title game. And, uh, and, uh, and, and he is, you know, now on that staff. And uh, it's just a cock. I, I, I said it last night. I was talking with Jamie Davis, who works for the Badger Church over there. Uh, he used to be my Sunday school teacher. And I was, in, you know, I was all joy catching up with him. And I told him, I was like, you just kind of get like a, a Niceville, Smallville, you know, sort of a, a good old community vibe um, going to their games. And you see like they've got a great energy about them. You know, they're they're hungry. They're having success, you know. And and then being where we're at, you know, sometimes, you know, being victims of your own success, we've, we've been successful for so long, you know, it's almost like you you have to try to teach yourself how to get, how to get hungry again. You know, you can't ever be satisfied. You can't ever – but at the same time, you know, you have to be mindful to appreciate it when you are successful. And, and uh, you know, and the the tough, you know, nothing more does that than tough times. So, um, but at any rate, you know, it's been great with these kids. They, I mean, they've just been very resilient and, um, you know, bounced back from two really tough losses against two great football teams. And it's going to be nothing else or nothing less this week. So, is that definitely, you know, barring mistakes, you know, that could make it more one-sided or not. But if it's a, a typical even ball game, this ball game next week could be every bit of what that one was last night. So, giddy up. So, <laughs> we just got to get ready and enjoy, like I said, enjoy the moment, but just don't be consumed in it. Coach, uh, health of your team, how are y'all? Uh, we're, we're fairly healthy. Nothing more than, you know, normal, like I said, normal, normal nicks and scrapes, you know, guys – you know, I think we had three guys in post-game treatment yesterday for just minor stuff, little tweaks here and there. Um, so we're we're healthy enough. We're ready to go play. Hopefully, be 100, percent and then uh, you know put out the best product we can put out. Coach, if you had to single out one single thing going into next week, what would you say the most important thing is uh, the key to to being victorious next week? Oh, uh, you gotta you gotta protect the football and. Uh, and not 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 turn the ball over. I mean that in, in games like this, you just you can't turn it over. And uh, 
And so, uh, and whoever I guarantee you, whoever turns it over, whoever turns it over the most is whoever has the most time. It's gonna it's gonna end up that way. So, um, you got to protect the football. That's that's first and foremost. And just don't try to be cute. Do do what you do. Coach. Coach Joel Ingram, head coach of the Washington County Golden Hawks, winners last night, oh, Thursday night, over Southwest of Macon, 44 to nothing. Next week, uh, uh, on, uh, we'll be uh, taking on Blakely County over in the House of Pain. Uh, coach, look forward to talking to you next week, and I've already, uh, I'm on, uh, matter of fact, we're going to have you and Vaughn back on next week. Uh, I think it's that kind of game, and it's that important that uh, we get y'all's perspective again next week. Okay, that sounds great. Sounds great. I hope I'm happy talking to you. <laughs> I hope you're happy too. <laughs> uh, Coach, have a great weekend. Y'all stay safe. Yes, sir. Thanks for having me. All right. Listen, there is nothing nothing uh, uh, better than a, 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 a waking up on Saturday morning with a win and nothing worse than waking up with, with one that you, you, you felt got away from you, Eddie. Yeah, and I will be honest with you. Next, oh well, it's a toss-up to me who who my favorite interview. Oh, is. I know. I it's know. either Coach Risper, yeah, or Coach Ingram. Yeah, you know they 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 they'll let you know how they feel. Yeah, yeah. You, you just listen to the voice. Joe Joel gets a little bit more. Joel, what a good night, guys. <laughs> but he 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 will stand up to it. Oh, absolutely, he will. You know, we have called a few coaches in the past that. We couldn't get a hold of on Saturday morning, <laughs> <laughs> according to how it went, because uh, you know they're human. But yeah. but Joel, I was up in the mountains; never, I couldn't get the signal. <laughs> Joel has never been one of those people. No, never, never back down, and, and never will. And you know, again, that is a heck of a matchup. And and double A, those two guys. You know, it's a shame that that anybody's got to lose in a game like that because I guarantee you that's going to be one well of a game. And if if we weren't uh, on the air on Friday night, I would like to go set up in the house of pain, watch that one myself. Oh, of course. I might, you know, uh, you're, you're at home. <laughs> Eddie will be getting sick. No, no, yeah, uh, we, we got a guy in training over here. Yeah, we got a, guy, a, a young fella in training. I want to let's, remind you let's about – Let's don't get carried away now. Yeah. He's not yet that young. <laughs> <laughs> want to remind you if you miss any of our shows or a part of the show you can always go back and listen as uh, uh we have it on podcast now with anchor.fm slash xl sports or you can check us out on spotify you can also go to our website xlsportsnetwork.net that's the letter x the letter l sportsnetwork.net and uh you'll see the listen lives you'll also see the podcast links right there uh to so you can go to them and and listen to the, and uh to the to the um uh old shows they'll all be you know right there in front of you uh the, also you'll find out all kinds of information on their uh pages uh, you've got our homepage. Uh, you got about us, the river, um, and of course we launched our Facebook page this week with the river. If you're within the sound of my voice, you like 70s and 80s music, go to Hawkinsville's River on Facebook, like us and follow us. Um, uh, uh, bookmark us so you can go and listen. We've got great music 24/7. Uh, not to mention we've got Saturday morning quarterback, and of course we got the local Hawkinsville Red Devil Sports all here on the river. Uh, Eddie, we're streaming, but we treat this just like a little radio, small town radio station. We want to do everything we can to promote uh, our community, and of course um, the quarterback show. 
Yeah, and, and we got people listening from all over. Yes. I think you told me somebody from San Francisco was listening. San Francisco, we've had them Detroit, Chicago, Miami, uh, Washington, D.C., uh, Maryland, uh, and, and all points in between. Yeah, well, we got a few that we know. When we see them, we know, like Florida. This morning, one from Belgium. Yeah. I mean, people, you know, it's the, the world we live in today, people stream. Right. They, you're used to it. They don't listen to, I mean, if you're in the car driving, most of the time now, they're, unless they got a car that doesn't have a, a, a new radio in it, they're listening, they're, you know, they're listening to, uh, you know, Sirius or, or whatever there. So it's the the world we live in is more mobile now. Sure. I mean, we go to our games and we could be out of, we could be way away from a radio station that would carry us and people are actually turning on their phones and listening to us over the announcers. Absolutely. And again, you know, you come for the ball games uh, and you, you stay for the music. Uh, you know, in the weeks and months to come, we're going to be adding new stuff. We got some, some things that we're working on and looking forward to that. So, you know, uh, realize that we will continue to grow and, and things will, will uh, change over time. Eddie, let's go back and check some more scores, try to get caught up on our scoreboard. Uh, if you want to continue to work on that, I can do this if you need me to. That's fine. I've, I've pretty much got everything okay. in. It's, you know, I'm just trying to bounce around. Uh, Fitzgerald 28, Worth County 13, Dodge County 21, Lamar County 6. You know, Dodge is probably disappointed a little bit this year. They're five and two. Usually, it's like a three-way thing going into region play with Joel and them. It's either Dodge, um, Dodge or Blakely or. Washington, Washington County, County and like, Northeast. Yeah, Northeast. Northeast took the place of Dublin, who dropped down with us. Surprise, surprise. We always seem to get those. <laughs> um, Vidalia 50, 21 East Lawrence. Um, go down here. Um, of course, Blakely and Northeast, we touched on that one, 9-6. to six. Blake, a huge game there. Um, Thomasville, 28. Cook, uh, 13. Pace Academy 62, Terrell 0. Eddie, did you give the Wilcox Dooley game? I didn't. I couldn't find the score. Yeah, w Wilcox defeated Dooley last night, 25 to 14. Uh, and you you, know, you mentioned Dublin a while ago. Dublin is is uh, riding the ship. Oh, yeah, they definitely. And 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 you know, I had a conversation with Coach Patrick over, over at Chris County. Actually, I talked to our old buddy Mark Ledford. And I was asked him, I walked up after the game last week where they played Peach for, for region bragging rights, and I said, Coach, you got something that Wilcox County pixie dust you used to use against us? And he started <laughs> laughing. He said, he said, Eddie, he said, it's just like everybody else. We were struck with COVID. We couldn't practice, you know, and it's like that with a lot of schools. They're finally getting into game shape, and they're writing, you know, what started off as a bad, looked like it's going to be a bad season, is actually turned into a good season. Um, and, and I got a feeling if you really were to talk about, uh, go back and talk to Joel and really ask him, you know, he, he wouldn't say nothing on air, but he'd probably say the same thing. I mean, you know, there's several schools that could not practice because of COVID, either COVID or COVID exposure. Right. And they're... They've gotten through that, and they're at the point now where they've had practice and they've been game testing games, and they're finally getting to where they usually are, you know. Um, and it's it's just the way it is, you know. Court Cordell's Chris County is one of those. They started off, you know, they were playing out of region, and of course they played some tough games. Sure. I mean, we come. I come in and tell you, Perry. 
to me, Perry's got one of the best teams in there in, in that classification. Coach Kevin Smith, wow. Yeah, he's done a you tremendous know, job there. They got athletes. Yes. You know, I know they lost last week. They slipped up. But this week they ride the ship, you know. Um, and they're playing some really good football, and they've got some really good athletes. Um, but, you know, Chris County is one of those. Peach County. I still believe Peach and Chris are going to go far in the playoffs. Um you know, I, I I know how it turned out, but believe me, I was at that stadium that night. It had all the 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 atmosphere was like a playoff game, and you know, Peach was to me was in it until about halfway through the fourth quarter. So you know, it, <laughs> somebody walked by, and I know the gentleman. I'm not going to mention his name. He's a Peach County fan. He said, "Uh, it's over now." I looked at him. I said, "No, <laughs> <laughs> uh-uh. no." I said. You're looking at them, they're two scores, or two scores behind, I said, but I've seen Peach play. They can score onside kick, and they're, they're, you, you turn around, this game's over with Peach County's favor. It's just That's just the way it is. Field goal kickers, man, I've never seen two field goal kickers that have – those kids have legs on them. They were kicking during warm-up 50-yard field goals. I'm talking Chris and Peach County. That's one of the biggest changes, I think, in the game of high school football. And and, and, and it's the biggest change at the lower levels, Class A, AA. Uh, so many teams spend a lot more time on kickers and sending them off to camp and stuff like that. Uh, well, John Roberts, uh, the Roberts kid. Yeah. I mean, he w- went to a middle Jackson school. Jackson Roberts. Jackson Roberts. He's been hurt this year, but he went to a camp and was kicking 50-yard field goals. Right. And this kid was a middle schooler. You know, and and you remember back in the day, I I know you do, I think it was Bowden came to town, and they had a field goal kicker. I I don't know where he ended up going to college, but he was out there warming up kicking 50-yard field goals. Matter of fact, he was standing on our side. You know how they try to, at the 50, they try to split both teams up. He was standing on our side kicking field goals. Well, and then you got to go back to the the, the Wells kid down at at uh, uh, Marion County, uh, and what just it just wasn't ex, uh, field goals. Guy could hit fifty plus, but but he also punted. Yeah, he, you know you'd have him backed up inside the twenty, and he'd flip the field and put you inside the twenty with the punts. And yeah. you know that that's just a huge part of the game now. Uh, that that was was you know after the fact you know we, you know when we went to school we we worked on we worked on extra points in the last few minutes of the well of when we went to school usually it was, it was straight on with the flat yeah. Yeah, with were, the, the, our the, kicker was changing the shoes before he was kicking. You, uh, you remember those? Yes. The, you know, there wasn't no uh, – the, you didn't see soccer field goal kickers. No, they came along a little bit later. I believe Texas was one of the first ones I've seen that, that, that had one at one time. He he was barefooted. Yeah. Yeah. Bare, now, but he he, he he hit the ball with it, with his instep. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I love to read. and I, I love the old history. And I remember Detroit had a kicker. He had half a foot. Tom Dempsey. Tom Dempsey. And his foot, you know, everybody claimed he had an unfair advantage because his shoe was like a club. Yeah. But, he, I mean, he kicked a 63-yard field goal. That was the last time I ever saw anybody kick straight that far. Yeah. After that, you started – Jan Stenner, Stenner – what was it? Stenner. Yeah. Kansas City. Soccer-style kicker. Had records for a long time. A long time. Want to remind you here each week throughout the course of the season, Fast Three Hours in Radio, Steakhouse Restaurant, Saturday Morning Quarterback Show, presented by our friends at Central Georgia College, Technical College. We're going to take a break, and we'll be more with, uh, back with more right here on the XL Sports Network. Welcome back into the Steakhouse Restaurant, Saturday Morning Quarterback Show. As we continue 
I want to remind you we're, we're here each week throughout the course of the season uh, with the uh, 16 coaches every Saturday morning as we run down the games from around the state of Georgia. That's all right here on the uh, Steakhouse Restaurant Saturday morning quarterback. Back to the phone lines we go. On the line was now Coach Preston Pogue. Uh, North Murray, they defeated uh, Lakeview uh, Oglethorpe last night, uh, 56-17. Good morning, Coach. Good morning. How are you doing? Good, Coach. How about yourself? I'm doing great. Uh, Coach, it's, it's get, finally getting football weather. Yeah, man, it's crazy. It's, it's You know, we get a little touch of it, and then it's hot the next four or five days. So, uh, uh, finally get into it. It's going to be, what, the uh, eighth, eighth week for us, and now uh, it's finally getting cool. So, we're looking forward to it. Absolutely. Coach, last night uh, uh, you guys took on Lakeview Fort Oglethorpe uh, winners last night, 56-17. Can you tell us a little bit about it? Yeah, it's a game that, you know, going into the game, a game we should win. You know that was a focus all week. Of you know we got to take care of ourselves, not not so much late for you. So, you know we go in and uh, they score. They t- actually take the lead seven nothing. We had like a fluke play with a quarterback and uh, the ball could sort of come out the back when he went to throw it and they got the ball and uh, so they went up on us and uh, after that we sort of just controlled the game. I mean it was it was forty nine to seven I think at halftime. So. Uh, a game that a lot of good kids got to play, a, a game that we made a lot of big plays. And, you know, I was most proud of our defense. We we had, I think we had six turnovers. We had one for a touchdown. We had another one, that fumble pickup that uh, I thought I thought was going to run it back. They caught us like on the 20. So just a good night for us, a good region win for us. And, uh, you know, we got three weeks, three three games we've got to win. Uh, you know, we're sitting um, pretty good for the playoffs, but we we got to have momentum going into the playoffs. Absolutely, no doubt about it. Coach, tell us a little bit about uh, your, your offense, what y'all run, and, and uh, who's your players that make it work? Yeah, well, we run a – you know, my background is, is uh, you know, 10 years ago I was an I-type option, uh, always through the ball. You know, now I've gone to the spread, but I sort of do a lot of the same stuff. I, I, uh, it's hard for a defense coordinator to – to prepare for so we do a lot of different stuff so we're spread but we do option we do power we we throw the ball probably close to 30 times a game um just a fun offense to watch um, um some of the players seth griffin that uh, you know he's thrown he threw over 300 again last night i think he's got around 2,000 on a year he, he's leading triple a in passing uh just a, he's a junior um a really good player uh, the, the younger brother of luke griffin played for me he's playing for missouri right now uh, so he he's our playmaker. Uh, we've got some uh, guys that stepped up. A Jaden Rice who is really a good player. I mean, he's he scored four touchdowns last night. Uh, I think he had three or four the game before. Receiver uh, with a lot of speed. Um, you know, and last year he played mostly JV. So this is the first year he's got to play, and he stepped in. Um, and it, it's been good for him to step in because I lost my best player, uh, Michael McDade, with ACO injury a couple weeks ago. A big tall receiver who. Had 20 catches in two weeks. Um, so he stepped in that role. Um, we have a Judson Petty who plays both sides. He plays – he's a utility guy. He plays receiver, running back on offense. He plays – he can play safety, linebacker on uh, on defense. Just a, you know, He's a sophomore, just a hard-nosed kid. Um, Ethan Dempsey, uh, another guy who plays both ways, a running back, linebacker, who a leader on our team. And uh, if you watch him play, he's just a hard-nosed player. I mean, he's fast, but he's a hard-nosed downhill Tight runner and a, a physical guy on defense. So, 
Uh, and I'll mention our kicker, too, Owen Hanna, who has over 220-something points. He started for me um, since his freshman year. Just very consistent. Um, uh, those just off the top, top of my head, but uh, very proud of all those guys. Coach, you mentioned the kicker. That was something we were actually talking about during the break, how the, the game has changed so much. And used to, you know, when you know I was in school in the mid-'70s, you know, you, you spent Thursday afternoon, uh, the last five minutes of walkthroughs, uh, working on the extra points about what you did. Uh, but nowadays, you know, uh, these kids, are, you know, there's so many specialty uh, camps and stuff like that. Uh, kicking has become a huge part of the ball game now. Well, if you think about it, I mean, it's a, it's a weapon. If you got a kid that can kick it in the end zone, you go because most high school offenses can't take it and drive it for you know seventy five yards. So that's a big weapon. Another big weapon is man, if, if you got somebody consistent can kick it, you know, forty in, uh, that's a big deal in high school too. Uh, you know, you're right. I played in the eighties, so the, the game has changed. I remember the same thing when I played. Uh, but now I spend a lot of time on special teams because that's a big deal. I mean, it gets you beat if you're not prepared on special teams. And, you know, we'll do pre-practice special teams. I always said about 20 minutes in, in the middle of our practice for special teams. Um, you know, that, that's, a, that's very important to me. Absolutely, no doubt about it. Coach, next week coming up, uh, Murray County, what can you tell us? You know, cross-town rival. Um, it's always fun. I, a guy called me, a new guy called me last night asked me, how are you going to? Uh, get your team up for Murray because Murray's struggling. Uh, I said, well, that's one we're going to have to worry about. Our kids are will be pumped up and ready to play. And, uh, uh, you know, we'll we'll enjoy the win today, but we'll start thinking about Murray tomorrow when we coach your staff gets together and start doing our game plan. And uh, I got another game we should win. We just got to we gotta prepare and uh, and take care of ourselves. And, Coach, especially today with, with social media and everything else, you can't lie to these kids. I mean, if you're going in no. and you're playing a, a team that hadn't had a win or only has one win, you, you can shoot all that mess out of them you want to, but they're not going to buy it. They, they know the difference. You know, back in our day, you didn't have all this, so you didn't have near the amount of information. No, man, that's funny. I was talking to one of my coaches uh, yesterday. You know, we show them the film. You know, back when we played, I mean, these kids got their phones so they can pull a puddle and watch watch all the film. Um, and when we did, I mean, we just could watch it when we we're actually in a meeting. So, right. Uh, no, and that's one thing I do. I don't. I don't. I don't. I tell them the truth. I mean, it's, it's a. They can watch the film, but it. But they know. I mean, we're we're not a good enough team to just, you know, throw our hats out there and, and think we can win without preparing. So, uh, I think that's our mentality as a team, and. Uh, uh, the culture of our team is really good, uh, of our program, because, you know, we go in and think we're going to win. I mean, that's that's a big thing when you want your team to never back down, no matter who you're playing, whether you're playing a Rock Mart or you're playing a Murray County, you got to treat them the same way. Coach Preston Polk, head coach of North Murray, winners last night over Lake Fort, uh, Lakeview, uh, Fort Oglethorpe, 56-17, next week at Murray County. Coach, appreciate you being on. Have a great weekend. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Thanks for having me. I'll All see right. you. Have a good day. You too, Coach. All right. Bye. We're going to take a break. You listen to Steakhouse Restaurant Saturday Morning Quarterback Show, presented by our friends at Central Georgia Technical College, right here on the XL Sports Network. Welcome back into the Steakhouse Restaurant Saturday Morning Quarterback Show as we get ready to go traveling with John Nelson. Good morning, John. Morning, gentlemen. I am not traveling. The boss traveled yesterday. She's already ready for that Raycom noon kick. 
<laughs> you actually had to work last night, didn't you? Four-hour marathon, 48-47, Cambridge and Johns Creek went to overtime, and it ended on a blocked PAT. Yeah, I was kind of looking through some stuff, and I said, well, I wonder where John was, and I did uh, try, tried to watch part of it. Um, yeah, like an exciting it's one of the wildest game. games we've ever had on the air, yeah. It's one of the wildest games we've had on the air, and when you thought that one team was pulling away, the other team was would you know come back and uh johns creek was down early they came storming back had a big lead fourth quarter cambridge comes back and they tie it with time running out in regulation absolutely crazy john, john real quick like i i just got a report in uh i understand that uh you carried the, the uh, seminoles on your back last week and you hurt your back is that true well I don't know if I did that. It would take a lot more than just my back to carry them to victory, especially considering we were a 17-and-a-half-point dog and knocked off North Carolina. I still have zero faith in our coaching staff, but I'm fairly certain that it's wins like that that will keep Mike Norvell employed. Thanks for the reminder, Bruce. You know, France really shouldn't do that to France. And listen, Eddie told me to do that. No, Eddie did not have anything to do with that, period. Uh, that that yeah you could if if this were a video phone call you'd see the steam coming out of my ears. Uh, you okay though? Uh, just uh, oh, two and four. I mean, it's just. You know, I'm talking about crazy. your back. Oh, it, like you know, when you're standing for six hours straight, you know. Yeah, got it. And and then it's like you, you're kind of reminded that you stood for six hours straight. The 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 whole thing of like, um, you know, sir, sir. Hello, you're not supposed to do that, sir. But no, it's it's just it's uh, you know it's 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 fun. There's there's no way around it. It's, it's absolutely fun to do that. Listen, we could we could spend a show on this, Eddie, with his back issues, and you know uh, I'm slumped over the computer because I'm I'm the slowest one finger uh, typist you ever seen in your life. Right there with you, brother. And 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 I, I spent a lot of time during the the week doing a couple articles for the paper, uh, doing the the uh, quarterback, and then getting my pregame show stuff together for Hawkinsville. And I'm going to tell you what, I, I've got a a, a a bad neck and uh, over the last few weeks, i got to go find a chiropractor. I about had all I can stand. No, we, we yeah, not, I none know. of us worth the crap. No, but the biggest thing for me, it's just, it's just very slow, detailed stretching, and then it, it works itself out. I mean, it's, it's literally I will spend more time stretching out my back than the average person on a daily basis just so I can do it. If you'll if you'll stretch as much as I eat, we'll, we'll, you'll you'll probably be in pretty good shape. Yeah, so keep running that steakhouse uh, commercial, Bruce, <laughs> and really rub it in. Well, well, it's it's gonna be up to you. It's gonna be up to you if you if you, if you can make that that uh, that event at the end of the season. Just keep reminding me, brother, as we get close. Don't worry, I will. Because I know how how tempted you are about a steak and a baked potato from uh, the steakhouse. There uh, you go. And, and as and as a as a visitor to the steakhouse restaurant who has sampled the fare, <laughs> I know full well what it can do to a man. Yeah, I, I remember those days. I love it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, real quick before we go to first break, uh, John, you, you need to see Bruce. He doesn't text anymore. He he voice records his messages. Yeah, it's so much easier. Well, but the thing is, is that you have to trust that the talk-to-text mechanism will actually transcribe you properly, because when I do that 
for some reason, my phone doesn't understand John, so I always have to double back and type the word that I meant to say that I knew I was saying, but the phone didn't understand I was saying. So I have to literally type more than I talk to text. Well, Bruce's problem straight, is that they my don't straight ha- voice though. His, he doesn't have uh, that southern twang, so it's, it's it comes out weird sometimes. I listen to him. Well, but that's and that's another thing is that I think that the talk to text mechanism for phones has to understand southern. I think that that's another issue. Yeah. Well, mine's just straight straight voice. Mine doesn't translate. It's just straight voice. It's so much easier than my well, fat fingers. Well, but still, it needs to translate Southern to, to text. And I think that that is, a, that is the first phone carrier that will translate phone of Southern to text will make a fortune. John, what time is it? XL Sports Network. The Hawkinsville Steakhouse Restaurant has a variety of house specials available anytime, Monday through Saturday. Dine in or carry out. Choose from the 8-ounce grilled chicken breast, Italian chicken parmesan, southwestern grilled chicken, grilled pork chops, country fried steak, or the absolute best fried chicken in Georgia. To carry out one of these delicious house specials, call the Hawkinsville Steakhouse Restaurant at 478-892-3383. I walk the mean streets of Atlanta in a police uniform. That gives me an important perspective most lawyers can't give you. If you find yourself in a tough situation leading to an arrest, remember, your best bet for a good defense is to remain completely respectful but quiet. I can't stress that enough. And call me as soon as you possibly can. I'm David Venable. Call me. The Big City Lawyer with Small Town Charm. David Venable, Attorney at Law, Broad Street, Hawkinsville. Call 478-783-2825. The answer to your insurance needs is simple. The Grimsley Agency. No matter your needs, life, auto, or home, it's the Grimsley Agency. You can trust Danny Grimsley and his staff with great coverage for your whole family. New car or home, the answer is the same. The Grimsley Agency. Give them a call at 783-2581 or see them at 203 Commerce Street, Hawkinsville. Proud supporters of all Red Devil Athletics. Headed hunting or fishing. The place to go is Neighbors Express. No matter your needs, cold drinks, ice, or snacks, you can stock up and get back on your way. How about some breakfast biscuits with choice of bacon, sausage, ham, egg with cheese, or maybe a country breakfast made to order? Don't forget Great Hunt Brothers Pizza by the slice or the pie. They also carry a big supply of deer corn for the hunters. That's Neighbors Express with locations in Hawkinsville, Dublin, Millen, Sylvania, and Statesboro. Getting your degree is as easy as three, two, one, go. Enroll at Central Georgia Technical College. It could come at little or no cost to you. Visit www.centralgatech.edu backslash three, two, one, go for details. Welcome back into the Steakhouse Restaurant Saturday Morning Quarterback Show as we join Eddie and John Nelson as they talk a little bit of college football. John, I went around the world, I guess, today. I just wanted to make sure we had some close games and pretty I much. Good luck on that. Well, <laughs> you know, you're going to be surprised here. Um, start off, well, let's get Slippery Rock out of the way. They're playing Indiana. Whoa, whoa. Indiana give, them, give the green and white some respect. Well, they're playing. They're they're playing uh, Indiana University, PA, 
Um, I think they're both tied for first place in their conference. Ooh. Yeah. Of course, nobody scored as many points as uh, Slipper Rock is right now. Uh-oh. I mean, and no one escapes the rock. Yeah, that's it. Sure. And the people's elbow. But, yes, that yeah, exactly. So I think that uh, you know, probably if you can find a, if you can find a number, I, it's I probably going to be a lot closer than a lot of folks think. So uh, let's let's go with the rock to uh, win, but IUPA to cover. How about that? Yeah. Um, now we get into some real football. <laughs> wow. Uh, number 12, Oklahoma State versus number 25, Texas. Texas is favored by five. It opened around three and a half, over under 61. Oh, over. Goodness gracious. Please. After we were talking last week and uh, one of the games that we were talking about going over went over, I think, early third quarter. Yeah. I mean, this is this is just old Southwest Conference stuff. I mean, come on now. I mean, yeah, legitimately, uh, for me, the total is play, and I've got to go over here. Uh, you know, I don't know. I don't know if we get the five. I think that. Hmm. Yeah, I just uh, Texas has not impressed me, so I'll go with Oklahoma State. But really, my play here is the over. Well, the thing that surprised me, you know, everybody's talking about uh, Archie's. Archie Manning's grandson, and it seems like he has a fine place in his heart for Texas. You know, they talk about you got Alabama, a fine place in Georgia, his heart for whoever wants him to visit. Yeah, uh, of course they said that about Georgia. Um, That's what I'm saying. Yeah, pretty much. Hey, there's uh, there's Young Manning, and he's in the end zone. And uh, hey, look, you know, it's hey, look, he's at insert school here, and look who's here today. Alabama, Georgia, you know, please. I mean, it's just wherever he is, he is desired. And, hey, he's interested. Well, of course he's interested because, you know, it's an official visit and he gets to go to the game. I'd be interested too. Yeah, and I think the thing that got me was somebody put out there last week that uh, LSU was in the mix if they fired Bergeron. Uh, well, 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 so basically you're saying LSU's in the mix? Yeah. Yeah, I don't see Coach uh, stand, uh, sticking around much longer. No, I mean, honestly, with everything that we've seen uh, the last handful of weeks and then the incident on the coach's radio program, uh, you know, frankly, I don't know why he wasn't kiffined after uh, Kentucky. I, I legitimately don't know why that didn't happen. So, yeah, it's, it is a matter of time for me. But, the you know, the issue being – when it comes to to him and coaching tenure, is it worth the dismissal now, or do you go ahead and let the season play out, knowing that there's going to be a change? Because you know, what's the point of doing something before you know signing day? But the thing is, you know, do you want to purge the deck now to get prepared for signing day? And I think that's the hook in all. Yeah, I mean, that's you know the big talk in in Auburn right now is you know. Haskins not playing his players. He still he's he lost a lot when it was found out that Gus wasn't going to be there, and then you know his this year will be his year. So I don't know. It's a lot of it plays in there, and and, and a lot of it has to do with these young players wanting to come. I just don't see getting rid of him now. I, I'm like you. I'd I'd say play him out the rest of the season and let's get it done. 
Um, Nebraska, Minnesota. Nebraska's three and a half point favorites. Well, it's open at three and a half. It's at four now. Forty-eight and a half uh, over under. I don't know if we get to forty-eight. I, I really don't because you've got two teams that are offensively challenged, and you know, just you're not really impressed with either one. So, um, I'll go Minnesota here. But really, I think the play might be the under in this case, just because you have the the two teams that are uh, just as offensively challenged as they are. Um, Auburn at number seventeen, Arkansas, or um, take the over and run. <laughs> three and a half. Uh, it opened at three and a half. Now it's at five. Arkansas's favor. Hmm. See you now. I think I think Auburn can get this one outright because you know that they're going to get both of these teams are probably it's really it's it's going to come down to the one team that makes the big stop because you know that Auburn is going to get 30 because of what we've seen defensively from Arkansas but you know that with KJ Jefferson that Arkansas is going to get 30. So it might, I mean, it legitimately may come down to the team that makes the one stop in the fourth quarter. I think the over is probably the play, but it wouldn't surprise me because of Arkansas, you know, how does Arkansas respond after last week? And I think that that's another play in all of this, too. So I'm going to take the over and I'm going to take Auburn here. Okay. Um, Ball State, Eastern Michigan. Ball State's pick, well, it's a toss up now. Ball State's favored by one, 55 points over under. Hmm. You know, and this is going to be one of those that will determine seedings in the MAC when it comes to all of the the bowl games that we get to see before Christmas involving them. Eastern Michigan has really turned things around the last handful of years. I have to give them a lot of credit for, you know, being, I mean, they were at one point, they were one of the worst teams in football. I mean, they were the bottom of the barrel. And they've really turned things around the last handful of years. And Ball State, I know, is a team that, you know, a lot of folks have sat there and they're like, uh, you know, consistent, consistent worker in the MAC. They're always, you know, there for a championship or a larger MAC bid. So I'll go Ball State and. 55 is really right there, so I'll say they barely make the 55. All right, moving on. Pitt against uh, Virginia Tech. Pitt's picked by six, uh, 55 and a half. Hmm, and I think that, you know, all of these games, really, for the remainder of the season are indictments or their litmus tests for Justin Puente and his tenure in Blacksburg, and Really, I think it's going to come down to how Virginia Tech wants to respond for the run-in as to how they're going to they're going to finish things up here in the ACC this season. I've got to go with Pitt, and you know it's going to be a rough run for for Justin Fuente for the remainder of the year. It's going to be a really tough it's going to be a really tough run-in for them to try to figure out. Okay, is Justin Fuente going to be around next season? Number nineteen BYU at Baylor. Baylor's picked by five. It really hadn't moved that much. It opened at four and a half. Uh, over under started or opened at forty nine. It's sitting at fifty two now. Take the over. I mean, that's the first thing. 
And, I mean, what we've seen from Baylor offensively, especially a couple of weeks ago against Iowa State and BYU, I mean, all you have to do is look at games like the, the Utah game to figure out, okay, here's what – Here's what BYU can do. I mean, I've got to go BYU here, and I think that the over is probably the play here also. Okay. John, can you hang around uh, during the break? Backfield Sports Network. <laughs> Thank you. Getting your degree is as easy as 3 to 1 go. Enroll at Central Georgia Technical College. It could come at little or no cost to you. Visit www.centralgatech.edu backslash 321go for details. Are you looking for great custom-cut meats like fresh beef, pork, chicken, and great seafood? How about a place that specializes in fresh and smoked sausage made in-house? It's Harris Country Meats and Grocery. They also offer a full line of deli with smoked brisket, roast beef, barbecue, plus much, much more. Harris Country Meats also offers hunting and fishing supplies, plus a full garden center. That's Harris Country Meats and Grocery, family-owned and operated since 1943. Call 478-783-3276 or see them at 66 Cochran Highway in Hawkins. For all your tax needs and IRS e-file in Middle Georgia, it's Lester's Income Tax Service at 99 Commerce Street, Hawkinsville. Call 478-783-1650. Best of luck, Red Devils. Get a lot of food for a little bit of money with the five $7.99 daily specials. Only at the Hawkinsville Steakhouse Restaurant. Dine in or carry out Monday through Saturday. Choose from chicken tenders, char-grilled hamburger steak, popcorn shrimp, beef tips on rice, or the six-ounce char-grilled chicken breast. All include salad bar and other sides. For carry out, please call 892-3383. Only at the Hawkinsville Steakhouse Restaurant. I walk the mean streets of Atlanta in a police uniform. That gives me an important perspective most lawyers can't give you. If you find yourself in a tough situation leading to an arrest, remember, your best bet for a good defense is to remain completely respectful but quiet. I can't stress that enough, and call me as soon as you possibly can. I'm David Venable. Call me. The Big City Lawyer with Small Town Charm. David Venable, Attorney at Law, Broad Street, Hawkinsville. Call 478-783-2825. Welcome back in Saturday morning quarterback show sponsored by Steakhouse Restaurant in Hawkinsville. On the phone with us is John Nelson. John, going back to the list, um, North Carolina State at Boston College. North Carolina State's picked by three. Uh, Over-under is 51. Going to Chestnut Hill is always a problem, and especially the later in the year we go when it comes to playing games at BC. So I think that Using that as my logic here, I'll go with BC to cover. I don't think they win, and you won't get those shock results out of Chestnut Hill until we turn to November. So spot me another couple of weeks, and then my opinions on these games will turn. BC's going to, you know, really get a uh, – they're going to get a shock result somewhere from a home game in Chestnut Hill. It won't be until November, though. All right, Stanford at Washington State. Stanford, well, it's a toss-up. Stanford picked by by a point. Over-under is around 53. 
I got to go with Stanford here. And, uh, you know, there are too many issues off the field right now with Washington State. So, and you also don't know which Washington State team you're going to get on, on, a, on a weekly basis. So, let's go with Stanford here for the win. And you're probably going to go north of the total. All right. UCLA at Washington. Washington's picked by a point, point and a half. 55 uh, over under. I think there are a lot of totals in the 50s, aren't there, this week? Yes. I, mean, I don't know. And considering that we've seen from UCLA's offense, I don't know why, you know, 55 and a half is, to me, that's a low number when it comes to what you're looking at. I've, I've got to go, legitimately, I've got to go with UCLA here in the over just because of what I've seen from their offense in Pac-12 after dark. So uh, let's go with uh, UCLA and the over in a, in a game where, you know, traditionally Washington's a very tough place to play, but I think that uh, UCLA's frankly a better team and at least can outscore the opposition when they need to. All right. Uh, Arizona State, eight, ranked number 18th at Utah. Arizona State's picked by one. That hasn't moved. And over-under is 51, 51 and a half. No, nah, i got to go over here. I mean, once again, we're seeing all these totals in the 50s, and I think that the two offenses are better than that. I think that Utah gets the win, and I know that uh, a lot of folks have been focusing on Arizona State as one of the representatives in uh, the championship game at the end of the regular season, but I think that it's games like this at Rice-Eccles that really will uh, – kind of jumble things up a little bit. But I'm, I'm going to go with Utah here at home, uh, and then I'm going to take the, the over on the total as well. All right. Um, Alabama, Mississippi State. Alabama's picked by 17. Over-under is 58-and-a-half. I personally believe I do not want to be a team playing Alabama for the rest of the season. I agree. Completely and totally agree. I think that uh, you might get, well, see, 58 would be 41-17. Hmm. I think we're assuming that Mississippi, if Mississippi State scores 17, they get to 58. I don't know if they score 17. So let's go under and Alabama covers. Yeah, I think that you're going to have a very angry Alabama team for the rest of the season. And they will find a way, they meaning your pollsters, they will find a way for Alabama to get into the Final Four. Trust me. Yeah, I, 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 I'll be honest with you. I think that what's going to come down to for Alabama is I, I think they went out. They're going to face Georgia. And to me, the biggest thing about Alabama is they just haven't really paid, played up to the potential. They needed a wake-up call, and they got it last week. Um, yeah, and, and I firmly think that Georgia will play Alabama twice, and they will lose to Alabama twice. It's just how things are. Nick Saban may have taught – his assistant coaches, everything they know, but he hasn't taught them everything he knows. And that's the difference. And I think that a Nick Saban coach team is one of the best that can adjust on a, on a game-by-game basis. Yeah. And finish it out with uh, Georgia and Kentucky. I don't think that it's going to be as close as they're saying. Prediction I've seen is 26-10. to 10. Um, Over-under is at 44-and-a-half, uh, Georgia's picked by 21-and-a-half. I just don't see Kentucky scoring that much on Georgia's defense. No, I don't either. And considering what we've seen over the, the last handful of games, I, I think that 
if you're a Georgia fan, you're in the right place because your team is definitely on one of those missions, A, to get to winning the SEC East and getting into the SEC championship game. And they're constructed to do that. So it's, it's going to be interesting to see Georgia for the remainder of this regular season. You know, do they have a stumble in them or do they continue to focus on everything in front of them? I think that it's going to be an interesting challenge if you're a Georgia fan to see if Georgia can finish the drill. And, you know, I just, you, you see what we're seeing from Kentucky. They're doing great things through portaling, and Mark Stoops is really assembling a, a great side. But I've just got to go with Georgia here. I, I don't I don't see Will Levis really getting to do a lot offensively. And it's going to be a tough day. They're going to get hamstrung, and I think that Georgia's in control. The one thing I will say about Kentucky is I think they've finally got him a good quarterback. You know, uh, last few years, I mean, she was a couple of years ago they had a running back at quarterback. I mean, they finally got him a yeah, good Lynn quarterback. Bowden, yeah, uh, A good quarterback, and it's showing. He brings attitude to the team. And what we've seen is them taking advantage of the portal. You know, when you bring in the Wondell Robinson and, you know, the, the, the apostrophe right there in the middle of Wondell's name, W-A-N apostrophe D-E-L-L. Yeah, uh, you've got the talent coming in through the portal, and you're seeing a guy like Mark Stoops taking advantage of the portal, and you're doing it in those skill positions where you've needed help in the past. And I mean, honestly, all you have to do if you're a Kentucky fan is look at the LSU game. What you did is you pretty much over offensed LSU into submission to a point in the third quarter where they just were not interested. It just absolutely looked like they did not want to be there. And for Kentucky to be doing that these days, I think it speaks a lot for what Mark Stoops has been building. But, uh, John, where are you going to be next week? Have you all decided yet? Uh, we are doing Brookwood at Grayson next week, and it's going to be a big region game for those two. And so it's going to be a, it's going to be a fun one there in, uh, in Loganville for two quality programs, two storied programs, fighting for seating. So that's the that's the the interesting part in all of this one. Well, John, as always, it's a pleasure to have you on with us. Uh, appreciate your insights uh, on uh, high school and college. Uh, look forward to talking to you again next week. Have a good weekend. Stay safe and uh, rest your back. Anytime, fella, baby. If you know that we're talking about life <laughs> and Saturdays and Saturdays, as long as we don't get to talking about Sunday, then everything gonna be fine. We'll catch up with y'all next week. Be good. Y'all. <laughs> John Nelson. Uh, Eddie, don't you just love that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, uh, very versatile, no doubt about it. He can uh, do it all. Of course, John's a uh, writer. Award-winning John Nelson. Yeah, and we need to get him to send links to his books and stuff so we can put them on our site uh, and, and promote everything we can with him because he's so good for us. Uh, that'll do it for this week for uh, Eddie, for uh Donovan and Ken, this is Bruce saying so long. You've been listening to Steakhouse Restaurant Saturday Morning Quarterback Show right here on the XL Sports Network.